Konichi, what's going on, everybody? My name is Jamal Zakoro. My name is Jaron Gaddis. And we are the one to be Vukat ah, podcast. We're reading the latest and greatest game uh, anime news, reviews, and uh, waifus for life. Uh, shit. I'm sorry. I had a I had a fucking stroke in that last second. <laughs> and if you want to keep up with us, go ahead and find us on Facebook or Twitter. Just search W A N N A B E A B O O on those sites. And if you want to keep listening to us, as always, you can find us right here on Anchor.fm. Thanks for sponsoring us, as well as Spotify, Google Play, Our Heart Radio, Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, Pocket Cast, Amazon Music, and any other place I host our RSS feed in most recent episodes. And welcome to episode 155, I think. But the number doesn't matter. What's, what is important, though, is that this is the, the bigums, the big episode the, of the, the year. The thickums. Thickest episode. Well, not the thickest anymore, because... Uh, the last preview was our, one of our thickest episodes. Oh, yeah, that's true. One of the thick ones. Right. But our specialty thick episodes, as always, the Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Or the annual Crunchyroll Anime Awards. Yes. And we're going to go through all of that, you guys. Voting voting for the voting for each category just went live on January 15th. And the moment, uh, when once this podcast episode goes live you will have about four days to vote for your favorites or your what you believe to be uh the winner in each category um because i think yeah so this coming friday january 22nd will be the deadline to finalize all your votes and we'll be actually voting live on the show right now well live per se well, I've already voted on one category because this, well, yeah. this is the first year that, that Crunchyroll actually had good taste. Yes, exactly. So, as without further ado, guys, welcome to our live voting for the Crunchyroll, for the annual Crunchyroll Anime Awards brought to you by Princess Connect Redive, which oh, I just yeah. found out is a, I just found out it's a Crunchyroll game, so that's probably why. <laughs> huh, really? Yeah. It's like it's got a little subtitle here that says Crunchyroll Games. So I guess Princess Connect is out of their uh, like their department or something like that. There's a decent amount of porn about, though. Not enough for the cat, for the cat one for some reason. Oh, no, no, there is enough, but for some reason it's always NTR with her. It really is. It's usually the uh, the elf girl. Yeah, usually the opposite. It's more of a, like a lolly bait thing. I don't really like it. Well, she's an elf, Jaron. She's not really a real lolly. I mean, yeah, but then... If she's 4,000 years old, I'm 4,000 years old, Jaron. Come on. <laughs> you right. <laughs> I forgot. My bad. Uh, man. All right, but let's get it all... Let's get it started here, because it's going to be, as you guys know, one of our longer episodes. We are starting off with Best Fantasy. Which I which which Ron brought up but that might be a new category probably. Yeah, I think they swap like Let's the see. very last quote unquote last category because we always work our way down from up in the last one. Oh no, the of the year. Best fantasy was la- was here, but what they took out was industry industry icon. I think. Oh. Yeah, they they took out industry up. icon. So, cause I'm looking at the past winners tab over here. That's why. Gotcha, gotcha, so. gotcha, gotcha. All right, fair enough. But best fantasy. So what what do we want to do with this one, Jaron? Because I know we talked about it a little bit off air in terms of what we consider this uh, vote to be considered as. Oh yeah, yeah. So so yeah. So in the past, we considered best fantasy as the world building itself and how 
the I guess the audience and the main character get to experience it. Or I guess the quality in which they get to experience it. Right, yeah. We and they, I don't know. Us. English language. Um Yes. <laughs> so, so the category so yeah, six categories right here. You want to name them out, Jeron? We got ReZero season two. Or is it, what is it? Season two, part two, or is it just season two in general? I, I think this is just season two, like the first part. Gotcha. All right, season two of ReZero, Dragon Quest, The Adventures of Dai, um, Decadence, Ascendance of a Bookworm, part two, Dodo Hidoro, and Tower of God. This one's actually a little difficult because all of them are pretty good. Uh, mm-hmm. Pretty good in terms of their world building. I don't know. Let's see. For me. I mean, as far as for me as a as an audience viewer, right, as an experience, when it comes to, like, fantasy stuff, I, I always usually um, determine, like, I guess that quality based on, like, how much I'm immersed into that world. Mm-hmm. And out of these, granted, I've only, I've only seen four out of the six. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, actually, it would have to be Tower of God just because mm-hmm. I was so immersed in, like, how expanse of the world could have been and like you know as as you as we went on i get to know learn a little bit more and i was just so interested in how everything all that shit worked like um what, what, what was their like their power source thing again that uh, shit uh, um, uh, oh, shit uh shinzu yeah exactly like that like that like that accounts up alone kind of like um fascinated me from the get-go and plus how everyone is sort of like like part of the same world but at the same time not because like the tower itself is like an interdimensional or it's part of a different dimension of, of everyone else right I mean just just by that but just just by that alone kind of and it got me got me hooked enough to really get fascinated by that world of Tower of God that's fair so for me I, I'm voting for Tower of God in, in this case the big T.O.G. Tower of God is a good one, and, and again, as the as as someone who's been reading the manhwa, even though it's been on fucking hiatus for a year. Oh damn! <laughs> ah, um, it it still does have me asking questions about what's going on with it. Like, th- there's still so many unanswered questions that I just genuinely want to know more about. But as we get further and further into the world. We just keep learning new and new bits of details that don't answer previous questions. And I now I do like not knowing certain things about the world and them just playing out. You know, so it, it's just kind of I have to kind of accept it because everyone else accepts it. And, you know, that's just generally how things work sometimes. Right. Which is great. But to that point, that's why I have to give it to Dodo Hidoro. Because there's nothing explained in Dodo Hidoro. I have no <laughs> idea what the fuck's going on in this but it's but it, well, that'd be a good uh, thing. so that'd be a good thing in this case though right right exactly it's it's so like you learn from the context of them interacting with the world not because someone told them what it is it's literally hey what are the demons we're not gonna say it but look at how everyone interacts with the demons this is the roles that they you see them play in their society you see how they're treated or, or revered or something like that so you kind of get to form your own conclusion um okay so it's like a it's like an organic explanation then yeah an organic explanation exactly so that's why i think i have to personally give it to dodo hidoro because 
I absolutely love having to do that. Just learn as, like as based on what's presented to you okay. and not just being told to you. Right. Now, looking at the other ones, if I had to look at Dragon Quest, Ascendance of Bookworm, and ReZero, I mean, they're fantasy worlds, you know? I'm like not... Standard fantasy. Right? Standard fantasy, which isn't bad. That's not to say that that's bad. But it was never... I, maybe it's because I'm a little biased now because we've seen so many of them, you know? I mean, to be fair, like the fantasy genre has always had its like staple set, I guess yeah. you'd say. And like unless you really deviated from it, it was pretty like I mean, not like it was bad. Like not like the standard set was bad as long as it was executed fine. Like ReZero does it perfectly fine for what it's for what it is, right? Uh -huh. Um what it does differently is its element with Subaru. Like what they do with uh Subaru and how he interacts with the world. Right. You know? Um but it's a lot of a lot of fantasy kinda has its base, you know, base set to have and unless you're really actively doing something completely different or, um, I don't know, just changing it up a little bit, uh, you wouldn't have anything else that would kind of stand significantly out. Well, I would say, honestly, though, for re for the argument of ReZero's sake, the one aspect of it that I absolutely do enjoy is just learning about is the witches. They're right, definitely yeah. the most interesting part of the show, and given because they're kind of the central they're almost a little they're kind of the central issue of all the problems in the world in the first place oh yeah i mean they are the 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 was it the the legendary uh witches yeah that shaped oh yeah that shaped a lot of the world didn't wouldn't they or at least that's I, how they were I, described as i believe so yeah I, if i remember correctly but yeah it's just uh, that's probably the best point to rezero otherwise it's again it's just another fantasy world and again it's not that's not a bad thing but i don't unless it's either you know get, again it's presented to you in a certain way it's just i don't it doesn't stand out from the others outside of the witches and the decadence i do want to just throw in there real quick mm. is a cool world but it's not cool enough <laughs> considering it's more weird it I feel like it's more weird than it is cool. I mean, yes. I mean, you're right, you're right. But it's 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 less of a... It is a fantasy, but it's still a post-apocalyptic kind of deal where it's like, oh, humans fucked themselves and then they made robots that just tried to be like, well, we're going to unfuck you by fucking mm. you. So... <laughs> And that was it. That was that's the that's the plot. And then you know they made monsters for people to do with and da 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 da, which is cool. again cool, great. I do love it. I love decadence, but I don't think it's enough to necessarily warrant a like you know a, a gold star. It's like you did good, but that's it. Mm -hmm. And then right. Dragon Quest is Dragon Quest. So, oh by the way, guys, uh, if you wanna vote. If you also want to vote alongside with us, if you're listening before the deadline, uh, the link will be in the show notes of the episode as well. So follow along and uh, vote along uh, while we're talking and discussing each category. So uh, are we moving on, Jaron? Yes, right. I have voted. My vote is for Dodo Hidoro and I'm... your vote for Tower of God. Yes, sir. Up next is best couple. And I'm not going like, to with this one being here. I'm, there's no competition already for me, at least. But let me let me list out the best couple nominations. Uh, first one up, 
on the list here is Nasa and Sukasa Yuzaki. Kaguya, Kaguya and... Uh, huh? Yeah, tell them what anime they're from. Oh, you're right. I forgot. People don't know the characters. Uh, <laughs> so, so Nasa and Sukasa Yuzaki from Tonikawa Over the Moon for You. Uh, Kaguya Shinomiya and Miyuki Shiragani from Kaguya-sama Love is War. Uh, Legoshi and Haru from Beastars. Uh, Kuroko Iwagana and Kuro Sakuragawa from Inspector. Katarina Kleis and Maria Campbell from My Next Life as a Villainess, All Routes Lead to Doom. And Chizuru Mizuhara and Kazuya Kinoshita from Rena Girlfriend. I'm going to go first right off the bat. Uh, the Yuzaki couple, newlywed couple for me, all the well, way. I agree with you. I'm voting for them too. But here's the problem with this best couple thing there's only two of them that are actually in, like together. Well, no. Well, what about Legushi and Haru? They're not. Like, yeah. I mean, like, spoilers for. Oh, all right. <laughs> it's been a season year. Season two. They're, they. I mean, what's like the last of them together? What was it? What? What was that? I, I didn't hear that last part. I was saying Haru does not consider them together. They're not actually dating. They're just oh, well. at this point chatting buddies. <laughs> True. And then I do like uh, Kaguya uh, Shinomiya and Miyuki. But when oh, you yeah. think of best couple, it's less of, you know, just, oh... Is it fun to see them chase each other? I mean, yeah, it yeah. is. But... Like, it's, it, I know what you're talking. I know what you're going for. Like, it's less. It's less the antics, right? Right. It's less than... the antics and them actually functioning as a unit. Right. Well, that's sort of like a weird thing to say, considering uh, uh, Kuroko and Kuro from Inspector. I mean, that's true. But, but they they are also together. Yeah, technically they are. Technically they are. So even if it is one, I mean, it's a one party approval. But I mean, I don't think. Uh, Kuro, which one's which one is who again? Kuro, the boy, Kotoko's okay. girl. Yeah, because I don't I mean Kuro's never really denied so heavily, so he, he just kind of goes along with it. Yeah. Right? Well, they're still together though. Yeah, but I mean, as as nice as their kind of back and forths kind of are, they're not my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're I mean, I like it, but it's not like it's 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 no. Uh, uh, Araragi and Senjo Gahara, right? Do, do back and forths for couples. Um, Katarina Kleiss and Maria Campbell aren't actually together. Right. <laughs> she, exactly. doesn't even, she doesn't even know what feelings are if it if they're directly directed to her. Katarina. Oh, okay. I was about to say like which one? I feel like both will. Well, Maria's. Katarina's yeah. a dumbass. She doesn't. She's as dense as a rock. I mean, I, I sort of, I mean, I think it's the Japanese student within her, but, but you know. I mean, fair. <laughs> and then Chizuru and me, Kazuya. I mean, by the hour they're together. <laughs> True. I mean, you, know? we have to go, you remember that whole scene where she was defending Kazuya's honor from mommy? Right, right. Uh, like that, that's a, that's a good cu- quote unquote couple. Those are good couple points, I would say. Yeah. So if but I had. But what it meant more though, if they're actually like, you know, together, together. Or, yeah, of course it would mean more. Yeah. And I guess you could, on the same vein, you can argue Legoshi literally fighting the mafia. Too, <laughs> <like> <laughs> right, exactly. Haru is also up there. So I'd have to say, if I had to rank just this one category, 
based on unit like energy. I, I yeah, unit energy, whatever. Right. It'd be Nas. Uh, you like Nasa and Tsukasa. Tsukasa. Probably Lagoshi and Haru, and then Shizuru and Kazuya. Everybody mm-hmm. else just kind of falls to the wayside. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, when you put a married, when you put a married couple and best couple, I don't think, especially with a couple like this. Yeah. You know. Granted, like, when was the last time we had a married couple in a series? It's it's, it's exceedingly rare. Yeah. For some reason, because the last thing I can only the last thing I can remember for some reason is Clannad. I don't know why. I don't know if there's anything else I'm missing. There probably there's not, is. There's really not a lot. There, I mean, there's not a lot of anime where the characters actually get together in the first place, right? And you get to explore their relationship. I mean, that's the, yeah, that's sort of the meme itself, you know. Yeah. So, I would like to see more anime where characters are actually together and we get to watch them grow. Either they're like gay, they get together by the third episode, and then you know. We get to move on and see them, or you know, like they're already together by the show by the time the show starts, and we get to see you know a bit more of them. Right, exactly. A lot of older series did used to do, did did that did that. Not a whole lot of new ones really have that. Uh, well, have that as a, a starting point for characters, especially well, for romances. Because they're trying to appeal to a bunch of lonely fucks, saying that hey, if you're cool and fun around girls, they'll like you, and then you'll get a hound out of you know all that shit. Oh. <laughs> The self ins- the self insert uh, tool. Yeah, the self you can't self insert into a relationship that you don't have. True, but you can at least self insert yourself to be a better person for. You can try. The future. Some future. people are just shitty. Oh well, yeah, you're right. I mean, it's like I said. It's like what I said a while ago. It's like everyone wants their own Tsukasa in their life, but you also have to be just as good of a NASA. That's in, true. In yours as well, you know. That's true. But. We're not we're not a couple we're not a uh, uh, love advice people. I mean, I don't know where I was going with that. (laughs) Uh, Lonely hashtag lonely life. Uh, Yes. Uh, Moving on, best score. (laughs) Uh, We've got. uh, Would it be conductor or design director? I mean, I think score. I feel. I feel like. If we're talking score, this is different from like, uh, you know, openings and endings. I'm guessing this is like the the entirety of the show. Like, yeah, the, like the the yeah the entire soundtrack of the show. Yeah. And now this now remember this isn't just like oh how good the song was how well did the music fit? Yeah, exactly. To the show itself, and we have, um, composer question mark Kevin Penkin for Tower of God. We have Yutaka Yamada for Great Pretender. We have Satoru Kusaki for B-Stars. We have Oru Taichi for Keep Your Hands Off Azuken. We have Alyssa Okehazama for The God of High School. And we have Kinsuke Ushio for Japan Sinks 2020. Now... I've said it before, and I'll say it again every single year. I'm a dumbass, and I don't always remember the score to shows, unfortunately. I just have to remember... I I, kind of just go off of, like... I kind of just have have to remember moments. Since I can't necessarily go in-depth about anything, I'd have to give it to Keep Your Hands Off Azokin, and I can promise you that's going to be a very 
big theme with me for the rest of this list. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have to go with them because I, if I'm remembering back to the scenes where we get to see their movies and stuff like that. And I, I specifically remember the music just fucking pulling me into what's going on. Mm. That's where my vote's gonna go. My un, my my, to my un, my foolish eye. Maybe this is why they don't call us to have these categories uh, make the categories. <laughs> well, look, if if my dumbass can at least I, I've seen the majority of these. I haven't seen Great Pretender in Japan sinks, but mm. uh, I can I can confidently say that. You know, based on the four that I did watch, that one stuck out the most to me. I remember some of the music for B-Stars and Tower of God, some of God of High School. Mm. But Keep Your Hands of Azuken, I think, was the most... <clears throat> What's the word? Not atmospheric, necessarily, but... I don't know. It's, there's a word for it, and it, it, it's it's synonymous with good. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right. Uh, from I mean, this is sort of weird too because we're both we're both coming like former musicians also. Yeah. So. But see, I was I was I was bass, so I was just back there, you know, uh, Uncle Bunga on my drum. Right. Uh, let's see. For me, as far because I I do I do like to play a little bit more when it comes to music and all that stuff. So I'm more into. Uh, uh, music whenever it comes to series and all that. As far as what stood out to me, um, are the ones I did watch, which is Tower of God, B Stars, Azokin. Oh yeah, that's it. So just three of them. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like it'd be Tower of God just because I I liked how the music itself, uh, intertwined with the world as well as just the series as a whole. Mm-hmm. Because I remember a lot. I remember a whole lot of like um. Like angelic vocal, like vocals as part of that, and right, um, like a like a mystical theme going on, and that kept like, like I don't know how else to say, it, but like it had a like, Tower of God presence. That like, it, it, again, it was almost like the show uh, was written alongside the music at the same time. Like it's like it was like naturally part of it. You know, it wasn't like. A genre that fit well with Tower of God, but more like Tower of God had its own had its own actual soundtrack emitting from the the world itself. If that makes I sense. I get you. Like it just it just fit the world exceedingly well. Yeah, because exactly. It, it felt like you would naturally hear it if you were to say go there, even though you know you literally wouldn't hear music. But if you had to, that's what it would sound like. Yeah, exactly, definitely. So for me, my vote would have to go to uh, Tower of God. Um, I don't know the whole. I don't. I don't know all the musician lingo, so you'll just have to take my word for it. As a, um, it's as a, harmonically uh, symphonic. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> or harmonically stimulating. There you go. I'm um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> sorry to all the all the musicians out there. No, I get. It. Next up here is best comedy. Um, so we'll what we got here is keep your hands off Azokin. Kaguya-sama, Love is War, My Life, My Next Life as a Villainous, All Rise Lead to Doom, Sleepy Princess and Demon Castle, Kagushigoto, and The Misfit of Demon King Academy History of Strongest Demon King Reincarnates and Goes to School uh, Descendants. God, God you fucking light novels. You need to... I, I get why you have to do that, but Jesus, shorten it when it becomes an anime, for fuck's sake. I mean, who the... I'm, I'm curious, who the, who was the first person to do these? Like, long, like literally sentence-long sentence titles. 
I will say this: the first person that did it is a genius, because what better way to, to attract someone initially than to give your entire plot right in the fucking title? And I'm like, you're right. That's good. You could have just called it Demon uh, Misfits, De- Demon Reincarnation, or whatever. Demon Misfits, right? Uh, and people would have been like, yeah, whatever. But calling I mean, it the whole fucking thing. I mean, maybe it sounds better in Japanese, you know? No, it's still no. just as long if you remember. <laughs> no, yeah, but I like. I mean, if we were if we were to actually listen to it from a proper person that spoke Japanese, I feel like maybe it'd sound cooler. I feel like it would. No, but okay. teach their own. Uh, but going through the categories here, uh, Kagoshiko though seems a little bit of a weird one for me as far as comedy goes because that one went back and forth between heartbreak and comedy. Wait, Kashi Shigoto? Yeah. That's the one with the father. Oh, Mangaka, yeah, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. That's true, yeah. that's true, yeah. So. Yeah, I, so it it definitely was funny, considering I think it was made by the same people that did, like, Sarinara Zetsugo Sensei and I think Tatami Galaxy. Mm-hmm. So it definitely has that interesting balance of, like, seriousness and comedy, but I can't, I couldn't give it a vote because I was too, I, my like, I don't know. It, it felt weird. <laughs> like, right, it was great. Exactly. Don't get me wrong. It's a really good show, but, like. Like, if it was just straight comedy, no. It, it's not. Kagoshi Goto is more, a little bit more complicated than just straight comedy, you know? Yeah. I guess, Maybe... but I guess we have to judge it based on its comedy element. Because it, since it's in this category. So, True. based on its comedy element, it was it was okay. Yeah. Uh, Keep Your Hands of Eizuken, I feel like it's kind of the same vein. It had comedic points, but it's since it wasn't the focus, the comedy aspects weren't the best. Right. They're if good, it, but not if, like... Because if anything, they were more like, uh, what is it, like like little skits every now and then, you know? Yeah. Wasn't the whole show's like like main, I guess, tone um, throughout the whole series. So... I can't. I can't really give it to Azuken this one time. Um, villainous was keep. Uh, you know, my next life as a villainous was pretty. Was pretty good. I did enjoy it. Mm-hmm. It was pretty funny to me. So that one could get the vote. But I'll be honest. I'm giving my vote to Kaguya-sama's Love Is War because that anime is consistently <laughs> funny as hell. Yeah, like I'm. I'm like maybe this is a, a subjective claim, but like I feel like I'm, I go. I'm I'm more I'm leaning more towards like shows that like literally kind of either have me actually chuckle or like I'm actually having a good time when it comes to like it's just funny as hell and I'm just having a great great time with it mm-hmm. and I have a lot more memories of Kaguya Sama um, being just hilarious on watching the entire thing right and so, then and it's consistent too like it's consistent throughout like the you know throughout the whole show oh yeah absolutely. And then going back to Villainous real quick, it was great, but I feel like the last maybe like three, four episodes just, wasn't I don't want to say dragged on, but felt like they were dragging on. Wasn't that the uh, the president arc? Con- yeah, I but think, it, it just it? felt, yeah. it, I don't know. That I mean, I, no, no, I don't. It didn't I don't... mesh with what, what else was going on in the in the show. I mean, yeah, because that was like, that was sort of like the, uh, like a central conflict thing like you know there's a there's a hidden you got a hidden player or you got a hidden character you're trying to you know find and all that stuff so it took a more of a serious turn uh once that route or once that um yeah once that route hit you know yeah but the problem is is that 90 percent of the show is was pretty funny 
but then you just come up with this and it's like, uh, you know, oh, it's droll. He's the president. He's been beaten, blah, blah, blah. And when he was young, I'm like, yeesh, kid. Read the <laughs> fucking room. Like, right. <laughs> like, jeez, like, can you lighten up a little bit? <laughs> right. Like, the rest of it was great, but I feel like that dragged it down too much. And mm. Sleepy Princess, though I didn't get a chance to finish it, I will say it does have a really unique uh, brand, of uh, brand of humor that I do like, but Again, Kaguya to me was con- uh, a lot as cons- consistently funnier than all the others. Yeah, plus more memes too. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> memes are important. Ooh, next right. up we have best drama. My favorite type of uh, genre. Oh God, Somali and the Forest Spirit was a drama. Damn it! <laughs> I was gonna finish that at some point. <laughs> no. Is anyway, there, is there a bitch feeling coming through again? Yeah, that's mm. that's that's real spooky. I didn't finish it, as you can tell. <laughs> but now that I know it's a drama, that's a, that's I don't know if I am gonna finish it. I don't know. This is gonna be an easy one for me. Oh, but let's go through. All, let's go through yeah. them. Um, first up, we have here is Fruits Basket, specifically season two. Mm-hmm. Um, the Great Pretender, Japan Sinks Twenty Twenty, Sing Yesterday for Me. B stars and Somali and the Forest Spirit. Now I'm personally. I mean, this is an this is an easy one for me, so I'll let you go on this one. I was actually gonna say I might have to hold off on this one. Really? Because I really want to see Great Pretender because we'll say a lot of good things about it, Mm -hmm. and I want to be I want to have that experience before I say which one would be the best drama. Because or uh, normally, personally, it would be B stars. As much right. as I hate giving that show any credit, um, it's genuinely a really good show to me. But Great Pretenders is might be better. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. So as of right now, I'm holding off. All right. Uh, what's yours? For me, yeah. For me, it's definitely B stars. Just because, like, it's a proper drama. Like that's what I'm like that's what I'm trying to go on going off of. That's when, true. When it comes to like you know school related uh, dramas and stuff like that, it it hits. I mean, it's about as standard as it goes. But B stars does it with 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 B stars having it literally be an, you know with the animal world and all that stuff. That little bit of change just dramatically changes the feel of a standard school you know uh, school drama, you know. So we talked about like I think it was last week, last episode we talked about how, um, or the or maybe the week before. But point is like the reason the why the world of B stars works is because it's just you know a world of animals and or a world of herbivores versus carnivores. You know. Yeah, it couldn't. It really couldn't work. I mean, we well, yeah, we did we did talk about how a lot of the uh, the the themes in the show kind of relate to. Re- to the real world but it's infinitely more interesting to like translate it to the animal kingdom exactly. but the problem is is that they have to be furry so you know yeah and i would still fuck the bunny given to so. <sighs> anyway like i said i per- i'm actually surprised you didn't go with sing yesterday for me i mean that was a close second for me just because i do like my adult dramas and all mm-hmm. that but with b stars here it just hooked me in i was like nah like only because we're, again, 
weirdly enough, Beastars is probably the, the most human drama I've watched. <laughs> in a, as you ironic know as what? It, hey, as that's, iro- a, that's a good point. Yeah, as ironic as it sounds, Beastars has been, has been the most human drama I've seen in a while. You know? The way, like, the way the characters interact with each other, the way the characters talk to each other, what their problems are, what Lagoshi goes through in his head, mm-hmm. what Lagoshi does and all that stuff, and his his interactions with literally everyone that he has to encounter and the rest of the world like it's a it's a proper again it's a it's a proper drama like, i think at one point in time you described it as it feels like a k drama yeah exactly yeah i remember because that, that was like way way back when b stars was first live like it literally feels like a k drama you know and i'm i'm I don't know, i'm a sucker for those types too um, I mean, seeing yesterday for me again, close, close second. If B and if B stars wasn't there, then yeah, it, it'd be there because I do like my adult dramas and stuff like that in general. Mm. But again, B stars most human drama I've seen in a while. You know, I might have to give it give it to it regardless of watching Great Pretender or not. Because you're you're absolutely right. It, it is a very proper drama, and I mean, I haven't seen. I've only seen two of the shows on this list. Mm-hmm. But I'm not giving it to Fruits Baskets. You know, I'm not saying that it's a bad, you know, it can't be dramatic, but it's not going to be as dramatic as B-Stars. Right. Japan sinks, you know, Japan is getting fucked by the earth. So, you know, there is drama there, but it's probably nothing I haven't seen, depending on how they depict it, because I haven't watched it, so I don't know. Mm-hmm. Somali in the Forest Spirit, I was watching it. And it was, you know, it was a cute, like, oh, my dad's a golem that's going to die fairly soon. <laughs> and now that I know it's a full-on drama, I'm like, Ugh. I can see where you could say it's good, but I feel like it's also, I, I don't know. I'd have to finish it. I can't really say. Right. But in just in terms of drama quality, I'd say Beastars is up there because it genuinely gave me anxiety. Like, it was, <laughs> I was, like, on the edge of my seat every single episode. So I, you know, I might, uh, but I really want to watch Great Pretender. I might have. I, I gotta wait. I gotta wait. I gotta wait. I'll come All back. Right. To you. I'll post on Facebook what I what I choose later on. All right. Um. Well, going up here is next is best fight scene. Now this one's gonna be a little difficult. Uh. Well, granted, I've only seen two of these, so. But, yeah. Uh, but I, I already I've already got my vote just looking at these. Um. First up we have here is Satoru uh, Gojo versus Ryomen Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen. Jin Mori versus uh, Jagel Taik from God of High School. Mm-hmm. Bercoli versus Dark God Vecta from SAO Alcization <laughs> War of Underworld Part 2. Yeah. Deku, Deku versus Overhaul from My Hero Academia Season 4. Mm-hmm. Jin Mori versus Han Daioi. From God of High School, and Brawler versus Master from Akudama Drive. I have seen two of these, and one of them was in manga format. Which? Oh no, actually no. Sorry, I lied. I've seen five, four of these. Three of them were in comic book format. Uh, I'm guessing God of High School. God of High School and, and My Hero. Uh, and My Hero. Mm. And since Sword Art Online in general sucks, we can't really vote for that one. Uh, excuse so, me. So. I'm, 
For one, so, I'm actually glad that so. SC was getting some some love here in the categories. So just because the Broccoli and the because the Broccoli versus Dark Vector, uh, the God Vector uh, fight was, God, that was an amazing fight. Again, this again this was this was part of SEO where Kirito was still a vegetable. So a lot of the characters, a lot of the story revolved around everyone else. Which, like, like as we know from uh, what is it, uh, the GGO side story, mm-hmm. the world of SEO is just as good with uh, and without Kirito. Well, I'd argue it's better without Kirito, personally. Uh, as I've come to uh, realize myself. Um, but I feel, we like, I should, have, I feel like I should watch. I feel like I should at least see these fights because again, I don't. I don't. Cause I've only seen two of them, which was the Deku versus Overhaul and the Broccoli versus Dark God Vecta. Yeah, because these are just probably... specifically fight scenes, you know. Yeah, we probably should have done that just before we started recording. Yeah. But I wasn't really thinking about it. Uh, I'm kind of clipping through um, Bercoli versus Vector real quick. And, you know, I mean, I will say Sword Art Online t- does tend to do some fairly good... Um, uh, does I mean, do their uh, fight effects pretty good, pretty pretty well. Oh, no, yeah. Hey, for so- I, you know, I, I think... It- yeah, this is me kind of jerking SEO's dick again, but um, I mean, again, I'm a, I'm a big sound guy when it comes to music or sound design. Mm-hmm. Like after the first movie, SEO has one of the best sound designs in any anime I've heard. Besides, like, like only se- only second to Euphotable's Fate series or anything Euphotable comes out of their ass in terms of sound design. Just ah, mm-hmm. I don't know the little clinks and little bits of sound bites from just yeah swords or spears or. People getting Clinks gushed, and quonks. Yeah, like, and like you, when you when you when you can tell good sound design, you can like you t- good sound design just kind of comes at you like a fucking uh, like a fucking bullet. I don't know. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, Bricoli pulling out his uh, phantasm his, his uh, phantasm at the end was oh. <laughs> I mean, I can only describe it as a phantasm without without spoiling it because it's. It's very. It was actually a lot. In, it, it's interesting just because we, when you consider the backstory of him, of Bricoli himself, because he has a blade made out of, uh, he's got a sword made out of the the hands of a clock, um, that was reforged into a sword, so he can essentially control time, to a degree. See, my whole problem is that when you think about it, I was like, oh yeah, it's cool, and you then you pull yourself back, like, wait, it's a video game. How that's busted as fuck. Like, <laughs> well, 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 here's the thing, though. Underworld is not a video game. It's literally just a VR world that was organically oh, made. Yeah, it's talk- ah, yeah, you're talking about still Underworld. Technically, a video game. Well, it's not open to the public. Technically, oh, yeah, that's fair. it was a research project by fucking um, ah, I forgot what that organization was made. But yeah, essentially, they. Well, I don't want to get. I don't want to go into a side side thing with SEO, but side, SEO is kind of weird when it comes to their main motivations because at this point, I'm sort of seeing what uh. Was it the create the creator of SEO like the game? You know, mm-hmm. I'm I'm sort of understanding what he wants to do with the world. Like he, mm-hmm. for some reason, he has an obsession with making VR and reality into an intertwined thing. For some reason, right? I mean, I can see why everyone so, wants their waifu to be real. Well, yeah, true. But like, he kind of wants it. Like, there's, that's the reason why like Underworld was created so that you can artificially create life from a VR world and have it interact in the real world and vice versa. It's kind of like an expansive world, I guess. Right. 
a layered I mean, world, if you will. Yeah, I mean that'd be kind of cool though. Like if you if you literally wanted to go to a different place, you can go to like I don't know underworld and live out the rest of your life there if you if you so desired. Well, technically. Yeah, I mean, you, I mean, you're right. It is a certainly an interesting concept. Right. But um, I did clip through the fight a little bit. Um, it's pretty good, and I've seen clips of the uh, of the um, fights for God of High School. I they are actually very well animated, um, like I guess in a technical aspect. I mean, compared Instead to of, you your, know, the, compared to the what? comic format, what do you how how would you how would you describe it? Um, fights typically will always be better in the anime form, unless they cut too many corners. Right. God of High School cut some corners for other people, but for the main fights, they did very well. So the ones that they're showcased here are really good. Okay, because that's because Jin Jin is the main character in Get a High School, if I remember correctly, yes, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, and then I mean, as long as they did that, what is it? His signature seven kick move. The or the three the the three, three kick. phantom kick or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. It looks. Uh, the, Strangely enough, it actually looks cooler in the in the manhwa than it does in the than the anime. Oh, really? Yeah. But in terms of like the actual, just you know, regular fighting where they're just you know, collect, you know, trading blows and shit, right. it, that's much better in the anime. I, I, I don't know why. That's probably my favorite part in fights is just the the regular like just, you uh, know, moving and, and like just grooving, the, not the and special shit. moves necessarily. Right. Like an old, like like an old street fight or something. Yeah, kind of like a dance. Right. Hell yeah. Um. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna vote in this one just because I have to, I probably want to just watch these fights to yeah, determine. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You know. I think I'm gonna do the same as well. So, but if you guys have seen all of these, you know, let us know what your favorite fight scene was on the Facebook page or Twitter, whichever one. Yeah. All right. Uh, uh, up next here is best character design. Um, how do you want? To, how did you want to do character design in terms of like just appeal or like how it's just? I think it's appeal and uh, personality. Okay, like uh, if it how they out go about own. doing their shit. Like how much? How much do they stand out against the rest of the you know the you know every other character in every other anime? And right. it's oh, how do they stand out against everybody in their own show and everybody? From other shows. Okay, so like recognizability. Yeah. Okay. So first up, we have now Yuki Asano. I gotta remember who that is. <laughs> From Keeping Hands of Azuken, we have Yosh- Yoshi Yuki Sadamoto and Hirotaka. Is that fair? Can you do two people for character design? I don't know if that's fair. Unless, I mean, if they're both, if they if they partner in it, I guess I, they can. I guess they do. I don't know. I have to. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Uh, we're gonna have to. Uh, uh, so it was a uh, Yoshi uh, Yoshi Yuki Sadamoto and Hirotaka Kato from Great Pretender. We have Mayuka Ito from uh, Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. We have Genis Chan and Yusuke Yoshigaki from BNA. We have Masashi Kudo and Miho Tanino from 
uh, Tower of God, and we have Rumiko Takahashi and Yushihito Ishinuma from Yasahime. Yasa, 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 Yasahime. Princess Inuyasha. Jesus. <laughs> Inuyasha 2 and Electric Boogaloo. Uh, let me just look up now Yuki Asuna so I can vote. Because <laughs> I I don't I don't know why I don't know why it's always so hard to do. Um, well, wait a minute! Me. Wait wait a minute! It's not every wait oh 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 oh. What do you let's mean? let's let's backpedal here? Let's backpedal here. Okay. It's. Those aren't the characters. No, it, wait, yeah, no, these are the character designers, yeah. Wait, did you think these are characters? <laughs> Woo! <laughs> I'm such a Maybe sorry, this is a black crunch Sorry, I'm a little dumb. I'm a little stupid. <laughs> but so who'd you so who'd you pick for best character design? Oh wait, um Inuyasha and uh, Kagomi's kid. Wait, what? No, that's not what we're asking for. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man. Oh, man. Oh, yep. Yeah. Well, that, that shows how 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 SMRT I am. That's why I was confused when you asked me if they can do two people. I'm like, yeah, they can partner the <laughs> designs. Isn't that that'd be normal to a degree? <laughs> that's why I was confused when you were asking about that. Like, yes, you can do that. <laughs> you know. Jesus. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Well, uh, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a actually <laughs> throw that one to uh, to uh, uh, fucking uh, fucking Tower of God there. Okay. Cause I love the characters in Tower of God. Absolutely, mm. absolute favorite is Homeboy. Um, can't remember his name. The the alligator. Oh, wasn't it Rock? I think. Yeah, Rack. Rack, the great yeah. rack. I love him so fucking much. <laughs> it's rock someone to you though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. I look, there is very rare that you get monstrous characters that are like mainline, you know? Mm-hmm. And I want to like celebrate him as he is. Cause he 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 he's he's very well to, like the people that did, yeah, you know, Masashi Kudo and uh, Miho Tanino, they did the those characters amazingly. Mm-hmm. Like it, they look six thousands of times better than they do in the manhwa. Like no, nothing against Sui, the original uh, manhwaka, or however you want to say it. Um, but they definitely did a big improvement on their designs. So, and so Rack just looks even better. And plus, again, you know, of course, all the other characters look really good too. Mm-hmm. So I'm I'm excited to see a lot of the later characters uh, design. So I'm gonna have to throw that one over to Tower of God. Okay. Uh... For me, and I can't vote on BNA because of furs. <laughs> Fine, I'll do it myself. Um... <laughs> you know I'm I. I... No, for real though, I, I'm, I'm giving, I'm giving it to uh, Guinness Chan and Yusuke Yoshigaki. Um, I don't know. It, either you see, it's either your Disney or Studio Orange. But in terms of making, like, creating, like, animal, ha- animal halves of other characters, mm-hmm. that's kind, of, that's pretty cool. Like, it's pretty cool when you can like translate, you know, a character in both an animal form and a human form. You know, especially with the show like does it back and forth and shit like that. 
I, I like I just like that um I don't know what you call it but just that trend I guess when it comes their to their anthropomorphism yeah exactly like if if they can you know anamorph which they do that's that's their I mean yeah form. they do anamorph yeah I mean I I get I do get where you're coming from yeah I mean it, you know not so much the whole furry thing but you know it just it, it looks great it just looks good you know mm-hmm. plus you know trigger does it trigger does it best you know, and fucking, I think it was a Kaz- Kazuki. Hold on, before I get his name, get his name wrong. What the 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 wolf guy? Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about, uh, talking about the creator here. From uh, uh, for B and A. Yeah. Are you talking about? Oh, uh, shit! I don't fucking. Hold on, hold on. I I I, I, I need remember. to respect the man, Kazuki Sensei. Yeah, Kazuki Sensei. Like even yeah, he's he you know the creator BNA. You gotta, mm. I, I'm giving the man his props as well. I mean, it was certainly a good show. Don't get me wrong, but you know, let's 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 calm down on the furry stuff. All right? Let's just not. <laughs> let's just let's just make some good. Let's go animal people. Let's go back with that. You know, let's go back with our. You know, I mean, we got we got mechas again with Kazuki Sensei with back arrow. So you're you right. <laughs> like why did you? There, there's no reason not to just have Trigger do that. Like, why? maybe Trigger doesn't have the CG technology yet. Or no, yes they, they do. They did fucking uh, premiere. Yeah, they do. Maybe they're just. Maybe this is a side project for Kazuki Sensei. You know, he's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you guys a break. I'll, I'll, I'll do my next story with a different, with, with a different company. Maybe Trigger just said, no, we can't make something with that name. <laughs> <laughs> Back arrows, and then Back we can't arrows. do it. <laughs> I mean, he's made literally everything else. Like it's, it's this is back air was literally drawn a male Ryoku. Well, no, he's a little more. He, he's a little bit more jovial. Ryoku's Ryoko's kind of a. She's kind of edgy. Oh yeah, true. They had the hair, same hairstyle though. All the little red streaks. Yes, that they do. Yeah, that's that's about it. Um, but let's let's move on here. For right. best animation, ooh, here we go. This is the ooh, cream of the this crop. This is a big one. Ooh. Yeah. All right, so we got keep your hands up, Asukin. We've got the Tower of God or God, God the, of the God of High School. <laughs> got it. Different manhwa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God of High School. We have the Great Pretender. We have Jujutsu Kaisen. We got Princess Connect Redodge sponsored, and <laughs> we've got. We've got B stars. Oh shit! <laughs> Damn you! Yeah. <laughs> See, here's the thing, though. I don't want to. Like, I feel this is unfair to B stars, just because this is the only CG, like fully CG series here. Yeah, that does but it's so good. well. Yeah, it's no, no. Good CG. Exactly. Like, I feel like it deserves its own category. Like, it's you're like right. CG animation. You know. Well, it, it's not. There's not enough. Not enough come out regularly for there to really be a category for. It. I mean, there's X Arm, Jaron. Don't. <laughs> so we don't talk about no. Hey, they're balls enough to come out of the same season as B Star season two. I don't think they had a choice. <laughs> I feel like they were like, you know what? When we come out, we're just going to, you know, we're going to come out humbly, you know, not with that. Oh, shit. Beastars is coming out, too. Well, damn you, COVID. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, mm, I, I see. I get where you're coming from. It's not it's not really fair because, again, Studio Orange, as we as we've said before, has 
completely raised the bar on CG animation, and it's almost not fair to compare them anymore because they're they're like on the I mean, next level, you know. Yeah, it's. I mean, no, it's literally a different dimension of animation compared to any other, you know, compared to everything else, you know. Right. But the people that did Re- Princess Connect Redox sponsored. Um, <laughs> Man, I wish they would sponsor us. <laughs> right. Uh, um, uh, we're done by the people that did Konosuba. Yeah, exactly. So, you like, know, uh... like when I, I remember when I was watching, I was like, "Why does this feel familiar?" You know, right? Like, it, like it's it for some reason it's like a diet like a diet soda version of something else that I know of, and I really <laughs> soda because <laughs> it was because it was less fucky. That's why. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> like same tomfoolery, but less fucky. That's uh, that's fair. Um, because it hit it, it it hit me when the main character d- d- didn't talk. I'm like, is this normal? <laughs> he was like, all he did was like make noises and thumbs up to people. Oh yeah, they're 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 going full self insert. Yeah, exactly. Go, the full full on uh, Legend of Zelda status. I, right. I appreciate that honestly. Uh, I would I would like to see a like a like a Zelda style anime. Or just Zelda as an anime, where Link just doesn't talk, but he just he he vocalizes or like, talks hmm. off screen. I don't know. Where I was like, hmm, 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 hmm. Ah? Hmm. Ah! you know, shit like that. <laughs> I appreciate that. Right, exactly. And then just and have 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 him be voiced by one of the greatest voice actors ever, just like how they did with um, uh, fuck, Zombieland Saga. <laughs> <laughs> the I forget what her name was. Uh, uh, what's his name? You know, uh, literally the only, literally the one zombie. No, I'm talking about like no, the one, one of the zombie girls. Remember how she, all she all she made were grunting noises, and she was. Oh yeah! A, oh yeah! Oh was, yeah! You're right. She was voiced by one of the most famous voice actresses ever, and all they had her do was just grunting noises. That that's that's a level of meme status. I'm I'm glad they did get a season two. Watch out for that, people. Mm-hmm. Um, I am so happy that that they just embrace the idea of just bullshit, and that that just makes me so happy. I appreciate that to no end. But anyway, back to what's in front of us. Right. Um, should we vote for the obvious here, or what? Or should we kind of just not? I <laughs> want to vote for keep your hands off Azuken because, I mean. You could argue that this isn't the point of it, but because Azuken was about animation, <laughs> you know, I, I mean, just that's about as straightforward as a sponsored post here, as a sponsored category uh, <laughs> nomination here. Yeah, <laughs> I just want every excuse to vote for this show because I genuinely enjoyed it. Like every aspect of it, I just loved. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's not fair to say best animation is about the anime that was about animation. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, think but that, it was, I think there's a word for that. I don't know what it is, but there's a word for that. I, I probably. But but it was like it was like the reason why it looked so jank was because it was like I mean that was the style know, of it. You know that was how right. it was sort of presented as. Right, but it it, it, it but the I, there was an interview that I watched that well I say watched but like bits of. Um, where they were talking about why they animated uh, uh, Ezekin the way they did, I just I don't remember the details, but it, I think it was somewhere along the lines of it was like it was done simple to exemplify the level the 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 in, what the in between animations you know like the the little stuff right right the details 
and then even more so when they were animated. Right. So, I don't know. I mean, Jujutsu Kaisen's well animated if you've seen their fight scenes, and right. so is The Great Pretender from the clips that I've seen. Yeah, of course, so is God of High School, but it's like Beastars and Azuken are a little special, I guess? I don't say special, but they go further, you know? Well, like, it's, I, it's, more than, it's more than just the standard, but more like they fit the... Sh- I mean, they they both they both fit the show they're trying to present. I'm not, fuck it. I'll just find. I'll just fucking give it to fucking B stars. <laughs> just trying to find excuse not to vote for the furry show. Yeah, I have <laughs> to, man. They uh, have no reason to be that good. <laughs> All right. Uh, up next here is best director. Uh, what we have here is Masaki Yusa that did Keep Your Hands Off Azekin, Yuzuru. Tachikawa for Decadence. Mm-hmm. Uh, Song, Songhu Park for Jujutsu Kaisen. So I'm guessing, oh, Korean, I guess. Huh. My son, yeah. Uh, Hiro Kabu, Kaburagi, Great Pretender. Mamuro Hatakeyama for Kaguya Sama, Love is War. And Takeshi Sano for Tower of God. Mm. So, uh, Best Director. I'm I'm resisting voting for um, keep your hands about Azuken, but let's you know move on. Hmm. I'm resisting as <laughs> best I can. Here I'll go I'll, I'll go first then. All right. Uh, okay. For me, it's between it's be, it's be, uh, for me it's between two. It's between um, Mamoru Hata, uh, Hatakayama and Takeshi Sano, or Kaguya, or Tower of God. Mm-hmm. Just because I'm again I'm thinking about this from a, from a directing standpoint, for Kaguya-sama, you have to trans you have to translate that from a manga to an anime, and also have to make sure that at least a lot of the comedy that comes from it, you know, is executed translates right or translates or executed, you know, to anime form. Which is a again we've already discussed how it's you know Kaguya-sama is a really good comedy and how it delivers on that mm-hmm. anime wise as well, and. For me, with Tower of God, uh, because I've never actually read the original source material, mm-hmm. a lot of you know, I'll, for me being a newcomer to the show, a lot of that would be um, centered on how well uh, Takeshi Sano directed, like you know, this this you know this series for both veterans and for new people. Right, and, and I will argue that they did it very very well. I mean, yeah. they had I mean, to leave out. I mean, literally, because oh, uh, literally, you're uh, we're both like you are a veteran into the series, and I am a newcomer to the series. And I, for me, as a newcomer, I found it to be very, uh, um, what was it, um, engaging as well as, um, yeah, no, I found it. I found Tower got to be engaging enough for me to wonder more and to look into the world more as I watch. Like I was, I was never really confused than I than I was just um, entranced into. You know the mysteries of the the world. You know, I, if anything, I wanted to watch more to learn more about the world. It didn't leave me just with questions that I didn't want to. You know, uh, that that left me wanting to not watch a show anymore because of you know confusion or lack of interest. Right. If anything, uh, Takashi 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 directing made me want to continue to watch God of Tower despite me God just of coming. Tower. Oh, Tower of God! <laughs> fuck. <laughs> You're just waiting for me to slip up now, aren't you? 
Uh, point is, Takeshi Sano was able to direct Tower of God for me so I can keep watching it. Come on, drunk. You're a professional. How 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 are we gonna get now? How are we gonna <laughs> pick the next nominations for next year? <laughs> God damn. I'm, I'm sorry. It's because it's so hard. Like I don't know because they both have God and it's just it's trying to say God of High School and Tower of God is just so. It's because the both the the one begins with God, one ends with God. So you just kind of want to keep flipping, flopping it around. <laughs> yeah, I'm exactly. Just so happy. <laughs> it doesn't help that they're it doesn't help that they're both getting you know nominated you know it's true god of tower uh, oh man <laughs> thank you for that <laughs> fuck you man <laughs> damn it damn it wrong. don't hit me because i'm beautiful bitch maybe you got rid of that yee ass haircut you got maybe you get some onachons on your dick oh better yet yeah, maybe no. katona you know what? Better yet, maybe Katona will call your dog ass up. Oh, she wasn't fucking around with that oh, psychopath or that sociopath oh, that she be fucking with. Oh. Baka. Baka. <laughs> <laughs> I prepared that whole thing just for you, Jerron. Uh. Oh, you fucking. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Ooh, All yeah. right. Uh, I, got, I got nothing to throw back at you. That's fair enough. <laughs> Uh, I concede. You know what? I'll just I'll just go I'm just I'll just go by uh by this. Uh Tower of God. Just because again, Takashi Sano did a good job introducing me to the series. Being completely un- being completely newbie to the whole thing. So I'll have to I have to give them props for that. And just to not linger in this uh category any longer <laughs> right. than we have I'm gonna have to throw it to Azekin because I think the the literal direction in which the show portrayed its themes uh, was excellent. Mm-hmm. That is fair. Next All right. up, we got the difficult one: best English voice actor. <laughs> right, exactly. Hmm. Well, um, the nominees are Zeno Robinson, who did Hawks from My Hero Academia Season 4. We have Crispin Freeman, who oh geez, who did Zui Sudra from Fate, Grand Order, Absolute Demonic, Front Babylonia. <laughs> we have Aaron Phillips, that did Laurent Thierry from Great Pretender. I actually heard Great Pretender is really good in English, so I really? might watch it in English. Okay. Um, because it does it does a accent accent thing. Oh, like like, so like, uh, like Italia a... and um. Oh, so Bacchino. like they're are they like I'm guessing they're like different nationalities then in this show. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, the whole thing with uh, Great Pretender is that it's um a bunch of con artists from around the world. Oh, okay. oh yeah, that would that would definitely make sense. And if you had literally, you know, voice actors with like that accent for the to represent the country and all that. Exactly. Okay. We have Johnny Young Bosch as Bam from Tower of God. We have Jonah Scott as Legoshi from... Or Legoshi, as it's properly pronounced, from Beastars. And we have... Oh, jeez. Anna Iris? Quinoses? Quinoses? Because that's an N-E-A. Quinoses. Quinoses, sorry. 
Quinones. Ah. Quinones. There we go. Yeah. There we go. Who did Echidna from ReZero. I would have to hear some voice samples, so I can't really vote on this one. Same. I'll have to... However, I, I did hear, again, Johnny Young Bosch. He's done he's done several things in the anime community, and he's pretty... From what I hear, he's pretty good. Mm-hmm. And so. he's just got such a, like, recognizable name. Johnny Young Bosch, you know? <laughs> right. But the most important part of it is a Japanese dub. <laughs> You know, the only one that matters. The only one that matters. Uh, we got uh, uh, Riho Sugiyama, who did Minari Koda from Wave Listen to Me. Oh! Oh! They actually nominated her? Oh! <laughs> That's awesome! Uh, we got Megumi Ogata, who did Hanako from the Toilet Bound Hanako-kun. We got Yusuke Kobayashi, who did Natsuki Subaru from ReZero. We got Yuichi Nakamura, who did Sato Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen. Um, we have Mutsumi Tamura, who did Sayaka Kanamori who, from uh, Keep Your Hands Off Azuken. And we got Yusuke Onuki, who did Daisuke Kanbei from The Millionaire Detective Balance Unlimited. This is hard. This is really difficult for me. So out right off the bat, I can say my choices are between Riho Sugiyama, who did Minari Koda from Wave Listen to Me, and Mitsumi Tamuya, who did Kanamori from Azuka. Those are my only choices. How about you, Jomo? For me... You know what? No, this is. I know this is. This is. My, actually, because I'm, I'm looking at this as like, you know, how much they really act out the character. Because this is again, this is all about acting in this case, right. voice acting in this case. So, I will say you know this. I, I, you know what? what? I, sorry. For, oh, sorry. For me. Mm-hmm. I, in terms of how I liked the characters, then in terms of how they were voiced and represented, I, I might put my vote in for uh, for Kanamori. So I really liked her character, like just the way like her, you know, was presented. Oh yeah, by for the, sure. By, like you know the way uh, Mits- Mitsumi Ta- Tamura like essentially acted out Kanamori the way the way she did. I thought it was brilliant. You know, like it was. It was it was almost as natural as it could get for uh, the character of Kanamori, mm-hmm. you know. And I I fully agree with you. It's, it, you could you pro- you honestly couldn't get a a a more perfect. Is that the is that correct English? I th- you couldn't so. find a better match for her character type. It, she sounds exactly as she should, like you said. Mm-hmm. But Rihu Sugiyama literally carried an carried an entire anime on her back. <laughs> like that was the entire point of Wave Listen to Me was for her to be a radio host. It was literally about her talking. Right. And that's amazing to me. So the fact that she she accurately portrayed exactly why she would be a great radio host is like it, I don't know. I it, it puts me in a in a weird place where it crosses with reality, you know. 
Mm-hmm. Like where, it's almost like you would listen to it on radio. Exactly. If I if I knew how to if I knew Japanese just offhand without subtitles, I would one hundred percent like always have my radio on to listen to her at four AM when the her shit airs. Right. You know what? I'm gonna have to even though I said earlier I have to try every my best to vote for everything from Azerkin. Uh, immediately going back on that word, I have to vote for Riho Sugiyama because oh God, it's like I I think she's unparalleled. It was it's it's genu- it was genuinely amazing how well she did in that show. Like it just it, it it's it's mind boggling. That's where I gotta throw my vote. Sorry, Kanamori. <laughs> you'll win. You'll 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 win the you'll win the next one. I promise. <laughs> Well, actually, they're not. Uh, Isakin's not on the next one. Well, I mean, the next time she shows up. Oh, okay, yeah, got it. Well, next one is the best ending sequence. Uh, what we have here is Lost in Paradise uh, by Ali featuring Aklo from Jujutsu Kaisen. The Great Pretender. Uh, wait, what? By Freddie Mercury. What? Wait a fucking minute. Wait, Hold what? up. <laughs> Uh, Wait, what? We gotta take a quick intermission to play in. Oh. Wait, I what? didn't know what. Hold on. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I can't listen to this live because I'm recording on my end. I need, I need to find some headphones so I can listen on my phone. What the fuck? Uh, I did. I did. I had no idea they did. That was a song, <laughs> right? Like what? Like they they actually got the license to use it. As their ending? That's crazy. That's about as crazy as fucking, uh, what is it, Flying Into the Moon? <laughs> Hold up. What the fuck? That's cool! I, I've never heard the song myself, but like, what the fuck? That's awesome! Alright, well, I guess. Shit. <laughs> hold on, we gotta, we, hold on, we gotta say the. We gotta say the rest. The next, I mean, after that is Night Running by Shin Sakura featuring uh, Amy uh, from BNA. <laughs> I, we gotta do this fairly, Jaron. You're and right. Then next is uh, DDDD by uh, No Name from Dorohidoro. Then we have Welcome My Friend, Okamoto's by Okamoto's, uh, Millionaire Detective, Balance Unlimited, and Last Dance by Mamoru Miyano for Inspector. Okay, back to the conversation. <laughs> so how I don't how the fuck like I mean hold on well, here's here's one thing I'm gonna assume Netflix money because Great Pretender was a, was one of the big Netflix titles. That's true. So I'm gonna assume that for a little bit of it, you know. It's, it's because of that net 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 that Netflixing. Yeah, exactly. Literally Netflixing. That's crazy to me. Wow. Like I don't, I don't, maybe I don't know. From people from around the world, I don't know if Freddie Mercury or just Queen, the Queens in general, um, is popular around the world. I imagine it is to a certain degree. I feel like it would be, especially during the, you know, especially during the peak of Queen. Right. You know. But I'm sure like, I'm sure there's enough old heads, you know, nowadays to have reminisce about that and show that, you know, share that with like today's youth and all that. That's true. But it's Queen was a huge group here in uh, the states, and Freddie Freddie Mercury being their lead leader, what what do you lead singer? Yeah. Um, the fact that 
they got i mean again you like you said it's because of the netflix money but that's just still fucking crazy yeah right exactly like having that being the official ending song for like the great pretend i mean literally it's named after his song at this point yeah now i'm wondering <laughs> is the great pretender based on the song like is it like is this is this like a nod or something or like you know i don't fuck <laughs> Like, again, like this is about as big as like "Fly Me to the Moon" with Evangelion, but that, again, but that was like resung, you know, by I think with a different uh, singer, right? Right. So, but this is this is this the song by Freddie Mercury is being used as the ending for the series. That's fucking crazy. Because like Loki, I was gonna have I was gonna go to Night Running for BNA, but I just found out that this, just reading it, like, oh man. Just by notoriety alone. Yeah, and I've I've been listening to it this whole time, and I'm like, shit, like it's it's straight up that good Freddie Mercury goodness, like, ah, man, that's that's a little ooh fuck. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right. We got it. We got we got to be fair here. We got to be fair. What does an ending do for an anime? I mean, if you want to be straightforward, it literally just ends. An ending tone for the sh- for for an episode, not for the show, but for an episode. Right. Because again, you can have a lot of. Because I guess when it comes to endings and stuff like that, um, personally, I'm sort of surprised Re Zero is not on here, just because I like the way season two, Re Zero season two is ending, kind of intertwines with the tone of the show. I like that's what I liked about it in general. Right. So I feel like because you know an ending to a show should be as relevant to the opening and to the rest of the show in general. You know, right? You're right. You're right. Um, I mean, the reason why I liked Red Night Running for BNA because it was literally used in the show constantly and as a That's relevant true. as a re- relevant plot point to some degree. You know, for the show. Plus, it fit the tone. If it if it fit the tone, you know, whenever an episode ended, I was like, all right, this is BNA end of the episode. Right. Oh man. But at the same, Lost in Paradise though. For Jujutsu Kaisen slaps fucking hard. <laughs> it slaps real hard. True. Like. So how are we going about this though? Are we going about? I don't. Like, I don't know. I'm, I've been thrown off. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like should we, should we go off of? Do you like the song or do you like the ending? Because that, that's a there's a difference. There is. Um, you're right. You're right. You're right. We do have to also consider the music video with it. And if you've ever seen. The song for Dodo Hidoro, at the very least, is a Doom reference at, with a guy holding a mushroom killing people. And I appreciate that a lot. It's just as zany as the show itself. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't speak for Last Dance or Inspector because if I, I, I know I skipped it every time, so it's I not mean, important. I mean, the, the entirety of Inspector was a lot of translating in general. Yeah, so I didn't care much for it. <laughs> I haven't watched uh, Millionaire Detective. You did. Uh, tell me about it. Uh, hold on, I'm gonna have to resample it just to remind myself because that was a while ago. Yeah, same. I'm, I'm just, I'm just kind of quickly resampling shows that all the the the, <laughs> the songs that I that that are here just so that um I can get a good like feel for it because I certainly don't fucking remember. Oh, this is okay. This is the ending. Okay. All right. So, 
just clipping through B and A's ending here. They definitely have it down in an ooh. They're definitely at the top for animation. Personally, second would be Jujutsu Kaisen, and then after would be Dodo Hidoro in terms of just pure animation. Or like the spectacle of what's going on. Right. Now, I I'm 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 a little scared to watch the Great Pretender ending. Um, but I expect um I expect it to be as good as, you know, we expect it to be. All right, so I it's it's just a bunch of cats doing shit to the end of Great Pretender. So I'm not, I'm I can't give it to that because while the song is good, the anime the actual animation to it is meh. That's what I'll say. So let me let me jump back to 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 uh, to uh, Jujutsu Kaisen ending here. Yeah, no, you know what? Never mind. I, I'm going to give it to Jujutsu Kaisen. Ah, but... Triggered it super well with that ending. Damn. Dota Hero Dota was good. And the song is good, but we can't just go on starstruckness for yeah. for Great Pretender. All right, here. I'll, let me, I'll put in my vote. Go. Go for it. Because... I'm gonna go with Night Running by Shin Sakura featuring A A Me for being from being a mm-hmm. Ami Ami. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling that. So I'm gonna have I'm gonna have to go with Jujutsu Kaisen because that is actually on the ending's actually on my regularly listened to play playlist <laughs> because it's so fucking good right. and the animation's good mm-hmm. for the actual ending like it's like I love it's like a it's rare in any anime really that you see I'm gonna sound like an old hip dancing <laughs> <laughs> little old yeah. head right here <laughs> yeah old head right here no uh, like like you know modern modern dance you know where it's like you know it's 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 a bit more I guess expressive is a word it's more technical what are, it's a more what are them whatever them tiktokers be doing right <laughs> it's more vi- it, here, here's it here it is it's Dancing today is a bit more about the vibe instead of just doing moves, you know? Right. I mean, it's less about dancing. Yeah. You're right. It's less about dancing than it is vibing. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Like, who can, I I don't know, vibe better to it? Who can move their body best to the vibe of it versus actually like, oh, this is the, you know, doing an actual move or anything. Mm -hmm. And I think that exemplifies it pretty well. And I didn't expect to see that from this show, like, at all. (laughs) All right. All right, I just in any show period that's not about dancing. Right. I mean, no, I'll give it to you too because I'm all, I'm familiar with the group too. Like I listened to uh, Ali's stuff before, so mm-hmm. when I found out they did the end, I, I was listening to a playlist for some of them, and then I only found out that they did the, that was an ending for Jujutsu Kaisen. So they're they're uh they're a bopping gr- uh, group, or at least they're, yeah, it's a bop it's a bopping group in general. Mm-hmm. So I I can't I I wouldn't blame you for that. Um, but the next one here, you you might have you might have a little bit of difficulty here. Jordan. I'm gonna have some difficulty here because <laughs> I'm sort of on the same on the same page too. 
Uh, next one here is best opening sequence. Uh, first up, we have Easy Breezy by Kalmiko uh, for Keep Your Hands Off Izukin. Uh, Kai Kai Kitan by Eve uh, for Jujutsu Kaisen. Wild Side by Ali, of course, for B Stars. Yeah. Next is GP uh, by Yutaka Yamada for Great Pretender. Next one is Daddy Daddy Do featuring Ari Suzuki by Masayuki Suzuki from uh, Kageyosama Love is War and Phoenix uh, by Burnout Syndromes for Haikyuu to the top. So subtracting Haikyuu here for a second, um, the rest <laughs> the rest here. Oh, man. Like, you... Okay, yeah, okay, we're going by... Okay, remember, Duran, we're not going by how much we like the song. <laughs> Because, again, we, there's a difference between liking the song and liking the opening in this case. That's again, true. This is for best opening sequence. Like and like you said, for like animation, the sequence, how much it pulls you in, whatever, all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. So It's so difficult, though, just because they all, a lot of them at least, do just that, which is open up the show quite, you know, magnificently. Mm-hmm. And I guess at the same time, we also have to think about, like, um um kind of exactly what i said with with an ending what makes a good anime ending what makes a good anime opening like your first the from the very first time you see it on you know whether it's a episode one or episode two um how does it prepare you for what you're about to see you know how does it like get you into the mood for the show mm-hmm. like how does it set the tone yeah it, yeah exactly the opening is the tone setter for the show to some degree Sometimes it goes off the wall. Yeah, Can't I mean, stop someone like it enough. Anyway, yeah. um... <laughs> so how do we? How do we do this? <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, you know, I just, I was because... just talking about a game, but I don't know. I might have to. <laughs> I, I genuinely I mean, don't know. Because I mean, again, I know I, when you when you first showed it to me, I've I've gotten really into Easy Breezy. <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Like I'm, I've never liked rap in general, but there's something about Japanese rap that just hits me. <laughs> Maybe it's because I'm just a big fucking weeb. I don't know. True, but I don't know. You can't get, but you can't get away. Like for some reason, I don't know why, but how does Daddy Daddy do fit the tone for like Kagisama? It fits it so well for some reason. Well, I mean that and the original one do very well. Now, granted, I this one isn't necessarily a a a. I didn't like Daddy Daddy Do as much as I did as the the one beforehand. Mm-hmm. Um, I did like the animation and everything like that, but I definitely did not like Daddy Daddy Do as much. My main contenders right now are Easy Breezy and Wild Side. That's what I've narrowed it down to. Mm-hmm. Because I do like the opening for Jujutsu Kaisen. It's really good. The animation's great. I mean, plus um, Eve, we're talking about Eve here. I'm I, I'm a, I'm also a frequent listener of the Eve, of Eve the band. Mm-hmm. So they're also you know not only are they just they they sound good too, but with it intertwined with uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, they did they did a good job with their with their sound with the show. You know, right. So and, and with Ali and Wildside. <laughs> I don't know how I feel about this one because remember how you said you wanted to like have it be almost almost be intertwined with what you're kind of getting with the show, right? Because uh, Wildside is almost poetic in a way towards B stars. 
you know? Exactly. You're absolutely right. Because, like, you know, if we're, and if we're considering the rest of the sequence, we're also talking about, you know, the animation. The entirety of Wildside is a what? Like, uh, it's not claymation, but it's 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 a physical animation. Well, what yeah, it? no, it's, it's that would, I mean, I guess it's not cons- called, I don't know if it'd be called stop motion. That's what it stop is. Motion. Stop yeah, motion. there you go. Stop motion. So, yeah. Because um, I'll, I'll say this much, too, because I remember, I remember when Beastars first came out, right? We mm-hmm. were both going back and forth with, what if the opening is sort of a hint to what either is going inside Legoshi's mind or what were, could or what could possibly happen in the future of the series, you know? Right. Because it was almost like it was, you know, a form of clairvoyance for the rest of the show. Mm-hmm. You know, get, like, kind of peeking into Legoshi's mind in a sense with just with Wildside as our only resource. Right. But Easy Breezy, if That's you've funny. ever listened to the lyrics like I have, <laughs> it is talking about a lot of like, it is, the, the opening is shockingly actually about animation <laughs> again. <laughs> It's it actually is actually talking about a little bit of it because if you ever watch the music video, like the original music video, not just the one for the anime, um, that's kind of what it's going on and kind of about like uh, life in general, mm-hmm. about how easy again easy it is. Uh, and once you when you apply it to Azukan about how it's just kind of even though the world's a little bit fantastic, you know it's you know this weird mishmash as town and these girls just trying to run a little animation uh, group and, you know it's 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 what's the word it's like it's not simple but like i don't know it, it, it just exemplifies it really well and i really like easy breezy <laughs> <laughs> but i really like wild side and I like the animation for Beast Stars, and I really like the animation for Easy Breezy, for fuck, for fucking oh, God. Uh, can we come back after I've listened to both like seven hundred times? <laughs> when given the choice, one must choose, Your Honor. Oh my goodness, I can't, I can't, I literally can't decide. All right, if I, all right, both are great, great, great openings but if i had to go but even in the fucking animation for easy for the one for easy again it's like it there it's it's again it's 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 what's the word it's it's you know going over animation it's like oh yeah you know we're gonna have them do dance moves and we're gonna have you know that little sequence where they're doing the weird dance moves mm-hmm. it's like it's yeah it's fun to animate shit like that and you're right that's that's it in fact one character's whole fucking deal it's like she just likes animation, animating movement, and like it's just like, hey, let let's just do that. Let's just do let's just do some either some whacking movement. Let's do some fucking natural people don't know how to dance movement. <laughs> you know, like ah, how do you do it? <sighs> Fuck me, frame by frame. Right, exactly. I I hate this. Can I vote for both? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to choose one. They're too good. They're so good together. Oh, my goodness. What are you choosing? For me... Little left... Well, not so much left field, but I'm going with Daddy Daddy Do. 
Really? I, like, because I, I, I'm basing it off of this one more element. Uh-huh. Least amount of time skipped. I think that, I think out of everything here, Daddy Daddy Do is probably like the only one where I didn't skip every time I, I watched Kaguya-sama Levels of War. I mean, that's fair. Because it, it hyped me up to watch, to watch more of Kaguya-sama. But that's the thing. I didn't. I never skipped Easy Breezy or Wild Side. <laughs> so I'm voting for Daddy Daddy Do. This is your. This is a you problem now. Oh, oh damn you, Joe Mal. Oh, damn you. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe I'll vote for Great Pretender. I did just watch the opening. It's very. It's colorful. It's jazzy. God, I hate this. Just, just, just go with. Just go with the outline. Just go with Haikyuu. Just, just go with the popular just, option. Just fuck it. This like Haikyuu's the opening. I also just listened to that. It's nothing, nothing. It's nothing fancy for sure. <laughs> it's it's a good song, but it's not like it's no it's no it's no wild side or easy breezy. But the safe fucking it's Kai a safe, Kai Kika time. But it's a safer option because it's Haikyuu, Jaron. You're right. You're right. <laughs> daddy, daddy, eeny meeny miny mo. Fuck me in the ass, you Joe Schmo. <laughs> Damn it. I don't want to. Okay, we got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. All right. All right. All right. Drunk. You can do it. Ah, ah, ooh, ah. I'm going to pick whatever. This. Pick whatever you feel comes better. Come Comes to your heart. Or whatever. Like, in terms of. In, go by instinct now. I'm giving it to Easy Breezy. All right. <laughs> it's it confirmed, locked in. While it, it, it's because I had to choose one or the other. Otherwise, I choose both. <laughs> yeah, the next one will be a good, good, will be a nice, easy one for you. Yeah, because I've already girl. chosen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, best girl, what we have here listed is uh, Sayaka Kanamori from Keeper Hands of Azekin, Chizuru Mizuhara from Men and Girlfriend, Noi, Noi, or. Noir, is she French? It's Noi. Noi. From Dorohidoro. Katarina Kleis from My Next Life as a Villainous, All Routes Lead to Doom. Next is Abigail Jones from Great Pretender. And last but not least, Kaguya Shino- Shinomiya from Kaguya Sama Love is War. I mean, I'm going to have to agree with you on this one. This, again, we talked about this already off air. <laughs> yeah. So, And like I said, when, when it came to the voice acting, if I remember correctly, mm-hmm. same, same kind of. Same, Sim- similar uh, explanation here. I'm picking uh, Sayaka Kanamori, and she's just so she's she's so homegirl. Like it's it's like it's like, it's, think... it's not even that she's not pretty. She's not like particularly a great person, yeah, but like quirky, she's you know. just so she's... believable. I guess. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of like you know you. I feel like you would have a Kanamori in your own friend group. You know. Oh yeah. You, you, you've known her for years and just not until recently you discovered that oh man I really fucking like her <laughs> like like it's, it's, it's kind of shitty as she <laughs> you know you just you just love it about her like I don't know like don't get me wrong Chizuru is a, is a perfect ex, ex, it's a perfect idea of a you know quote unquote waifu she, she is what she's probably I don't want to say a standard but like a I, what, instead, what would you call? instead of waifu, perfect Tomodachi friend. There you go. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, right, Tomodachi. She's the perfect friend? Yeah. 
I mean, I mean, in terms of like you know the friend person and all that stuff. Like, as far as like, how do I how do I how do I explain this? Like, well, it's like you said, homegirl. She's like, like she's a like a homegirl homegirl character. That's fair. In That's that case, fair. so you know. Uh, I mean, I don't know how else to say it besides like, because the homegirl is also a good friend in this case too. That's true. You, I mean, yeah. you're right. Maybe her and intentions no... are different, but you know, she means well to a degree. Right, right, right. And yeah. Noe's kind of in that category where she's also homegirl, but she's like, she's big buff. Uh, she's big buff homegirl <laughs> <laughs> that you you're sexually intimidated by. Uh, so, I don't know. If if we just had to go based on physical design, I'd, she'd be my pick. But... Who, Noi? Yeah. She's buff and thick, and I appreciate <laughs> that. Katarina Kleiss is too dumb. <laughs> um, She's fun, but she's dumb. I don't know I don't know Abigail Jones at all from Great Pretender, unfortunately. Though I hear she's good. I hear she's pretty good. And Kageyashimi Shinomiya... I love her to death, but she's no one I would ever really choose. <laughs> but yeah, I have to give it to Saika Kanamori because she's 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 legit normal girl crush status. Like, <laughs> I don't know. It's it's weird. It's so weird. She's like again. She's not even she's not even really that cute, but you just kind of like her. You just kind of find your your brain almost finds an excuse to be attract, attracted to her. <laughs> I mean, I think in this case, it's more like it's it's more of a uh, was a personality overlooks at this point too. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's true. It's more yeah. of a personality overlook thing. Yeah, that's true. That's true. All right. Well, let's move it over next to best boy. Now, I didn't really look at this one that much, but uh, first one we have here is Kaiman, Kaiman yep. from Dorohidoro, Satoru Gojo from Jujutsu Kaisen, Kun Agiro. Agero Ag- Agnes, Agnes from Tower of God, Legoshi from B Stars, Anos Voldigol Voldigod Gold yeah, from the Misfit of a Demon nope, King nope, Academy that's, History that's Strongest that's all, that's Demon all. King and Shoyo Hinata from High Q to the top for best boy <laughs> for best boy. Now I've seen most of these except for High Q, so I can't say whether or not he's a good boy or not. Whether I mean, or not he's, he's a good boy or is he a main character good boy? Uh, he's a shonen good boy. That makes sense to you. Then he's as good as all the other boys. Yeah, I mean shonen in the sense of shonen, shonen in the realm of sports. So right, yeah. And but still, that the personality still comes off the same. You know. Yeah, pretty much. Because I mean, as far as like, with my limited experience with Haikyuu, Hinata is pretty much your standard. Like, you know what? I'm a I'm a just. I'm going to do my best up until the very end kind of character. Mm-hmm. Man, I appreciate that, but every other, everybody else here kind of has a bit more personality. Kaiman is very similar. He's more of a homeboy kind of thing. That's your homeboy. Mm-hmm. But, like, he's not that great, though. He's not, like... I would say the female lead in the show, if Dodo Hidoro is more of a homeboy than he is. No. <laughs> like, I love him. Like, I love his character in general. But, like, I, if I had to choose a best friend, it would definitely be her because she's just super cool. 
Mm -hmm. Kaiman unfortunately gets second in that idea, but of course, to be best boy, he, you know, he, yeah. Satoru Gojo, he's beautiful, and he qu makes <laughs> me question my sexuality when he takes <laughs> off his mask. So I don't know if I can. That's probably that's probably enough to vote for him, but I don't know yet. Coon's mm. cool, but he's kind of a dick until he's not. I mean, he's he's a kind of he's a he's a guy that's like that looks out for the conveniences in life. Yeah, and he you does know? he like. I mean, I guess am I basing it off of what he is in the anime or based on what I know him as in the mon in the manhua? I guess Up in the now, I like, guess in I this con eat. in this context, maybe anime just with the context of the. With the voting and all that, right, and it it lasted up till Rachel's like big betrayal. Um, yeah, he's kind of he's cool, but he's kind of a dick. That's all I really gotta say about him. Um, we can't consider Lagoshi because he's uh full on furry. Well, how about Kaiman? Now, Kaiman's a regular guy, but he got his head switched. By a what they call him a mage, so it doesn't count. No. Legoshi was born a furry and will always be a furry. Kaiman has a chance to be human again. True. In fact, we've seen him as his human self in the show. Um. Then we have Anos Voldigold, Voldigold. I do enjoy him. I do enjoy him as a. I mean, person. he's 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 definitely best bro. He's definitely best bro. You know, like even to the very end, he was like he would just he had, he, he was just a bro. You know, even yeah. to his enemies. I mean, granted, maybe it's because he he was over he, he was he was already conscious of his power. You know, of his power, but he didn't flaunt it. You know, he wasn't a dick about his. You know, him literally being the demon lord. Right now, he just he just he carried that swagger like it was you know it was like it was literally branded on his chest like exactly he was just so fucking like from his first murder to his last he was cool about the about his whole about the whole thing yeah I guess that's a, that's a good thing that's a good way to explain him he's just cool he's yeah. not overly edgy where he's just like extra arrogant but he's not like what's the word he's not just he's not so boring. Yeah, like he's not like a stand. He's not like a like a like a like a boring like demon lord, demon king, that wants you know the simplicities in life. Like, he's just cool. Yeah, he's a cool. He's a cool demon lord. And we have Hinata. And we have Hinata, who is main character. Yeah, volleyball main character. I know. I'll I'll be serious here. Lagoshi is a good boy. He's a really good boy, and maybe that's racist since he's a wolf, but. <laughs> He's a boy wolf. At least we know. At least that, you know. Right. He's a good boy. He's a who's a good boy, Lego. Who's a good boy? <laughs> um, I mean like like legit like I don't I, I, I guess this is just something about Beastars again. Maybe it's because of the animation or maybe again it's because of how the characters just talk and interact with each other. I mean, the they all too. just feel so like genuine. Again, most human characters I've seen in a show or in a drama. Right, that, right. You're right. You're absolutely right. So Lagoshi is a serious contender here. So for me personally, it's between Gojo, Lagoshi, and Voldigode. How about you? 
I'm between Legoshi and Anos. So Ain't either good boy or good bro in this case. That's true. I don't know. Who'd you hang out with, I guess? Who would I hang out with? Probably You know what? That's you know what? That's a good point. I wouldn't hang out with Legoshi. He's cool and I would love him as a friend. Well, okay, but we also have to consider this. Just because we're straight doesn't mean we can't consider them romantic interest, interests. I mean, no one was saying anything. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> but that's what. But you said, who would you want as a friend? Yeah, who would you want? Yeah, who would you want to hang out with? That's true. Who would I? Yeah. It wouldn't be Lagoshi. He's too. Tall. He's great. He'd be a great. He'd be just a good friend. But I couldn't see him if we remove. Even if we remove the furry veil, he is just. He's too meh. I guess you know. He's very low energy. I mean, he's very lone wolf. Like, I mean, ironically enough, I <laughs> mean, not really. he, he, I feel like he thrives with his friends. Yeah, like, well, I don't think. He, oh, he's he's def. He, I don't think he would thrive. I see it more like it's like a. Well, he's you know he's a wolf. He's with his pack. That's his thing. Yeah, exactly. But he's he's no like. I mean, as of right now. He's no alpha right now. Right. I know? mean, he'll probably get there, but... I mean, we do know this, Ron. He will fight the mafia for you. That's for true. For his friends. So, but like, so I don't, would I don't... Anos. I mean, Anos is literally... He controls he the, the mafia. mafia. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He controls the mafia. He would, fight the, he would fight the world for you. Exactly. And still, like, be... And, and still make amends with the world after he destroyed it, you know? Yeah. See, that's the thing. That's the thing. Lagoshi might be a good boy, but Anos is a good man. No, you're right. You're right. Yes. Yeah, so I got I to gotta go with that. I got to go with that. Yeah, I'm going with Anos. All right. Next up, we have one of my favorite categories, best antagonist. Because you know they what they say. The antagonist makes the show. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and we got some really good ones, honestly. Yeah. Like we so we have In from Dodo Hidoro, we have Ryoma Sukuna from Jujutsu Kaisen, we have Rachel's bitch ass from Tower <laughs> of God. Um we have Aki, Akito Soma from Fruits Baskets. We have Echidna from ReZero. Yes, she is technically an antagonist if you didn't realize. Mm-hmm. And we have Overhaul from My Hero. Guess funny how you mentioned that last part. Like they don't have to necessarily just be the over overwhelming bad person. Right. They just have to be against the main character to be an antagonist. And she we didn't know that she was really an antagonist until the end. Yeah. But again, but granted though, I feel like we should have known better because she is a witch. Well that's the thing. She is the witch. That's why she's a really good antagonist. Yeah, because she's still the witch of greed. I think we because I think we forgot about that. You know, because before before you drink her armpit tea, you should remember that (laughs) she's also the witch of greed. Right. I've seen and so many pictures of her pouring tea over her armpits into a cup. That's why. <laughs> of course. I think to her to her genius, the fact that we were all so convinced that she was a friend up until the end, I think makes her a really good antagonist. Mm-hmm. She so. didn't just straight up like, you know, have any bad intentions or anything like that. It's she was acting in accordance with her nature that just happened to not line up with Subaru in the end. Right. And that's, I think that's what makes a good antagonist. Just two people that have different viewpoints, kind of butting heads. Not necessarily mm-hmm. good and evil, but Difference I think this opinion. way, you think that way. Yeah, exactly. 
Now, in terms of now going back to good and evil, fuck Rachel. Uh, <laughs> well, I I think she's a great villain in the sense that she's a believable one. Yeah, like she's a natural evil. <laughs> like you, she like we we've all seen shitty people in real life. She's a she, she would be a shitty person in real life. Like mm-hmm. it's not like oh you know she too evil to really like comprehend. Like oh it's just like you know twist the mustache evil. She's legit like. I fucking, I don't know. What's evil? I fucking murder I mean, a bunch of Jews. Evil. I mean, this is this is aborting your cave baby evil. So aborting your exactly <laughs> abandoning your cave baby evil because I want to see some fucking stars. Like this is twice, twice I'll do this to you. <laughs> and let me tell you, folks, it does it does not change in the future. I mean, it, see, nothing, nothing hurts more than the than the aspect of betrayal, right? Especially with the relationship, especially with like a relationship between Rachel and Bam, mm-hmm. you know, and how one sided this whole thing is. Oh yeah. So Rachel, like, in my yeah. opinion, is a good antagonist, and just in the sense of being evil, because she is genuinely a bad person. But again, a believable one at that. Mm-hmm. Now, if we wanted to go with unbelievable ones, now I know you didn't watch Dodo He Dodo yet. Yeah. But in would have to be one of the most likable fucking <laughs> bad guys. Like, one of the most likable mustache twirling bad guys that I've ever fucking seen. I can tell you now, you can make an entire anime just about him and his goons. And it'd just be it'd be just as good as, you know, watching Kaiman and the other girl be the main characters. Like oh, wow. it's it's actually it's actually kind of stupid how like I like a good a, a good like half of the show is dedicated to in and his people like just them doing stuff outside of whatever the main characters are doing mm-hmm. and you you get so much characterization of them the fuck the goddamn endings about him like <laughs> like like the 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 ending song both mm-hmm. of them are about him oh wow. Like, he's so fucking, like I said, just the goofiest evil. Like, I mean, I guess it's not like outward evil. He's more on the, um, I don't necessarily care about living people's lives, but, you know, my family's my family. Right. I, you know, I love them to death, and you just you just get to see them just don't do do some of the dumbest shit, but you just love them all the way. So it's like, like, so like theatrical evil, almost. Kind of, well, okay, maybe... Maybe I'm not. I get sorry. I'm not painting the picture exactly well. Um, he's not like, oh, ha ha, tee hee, I'm evil. I'm gonna, you know, flood all the babies or whatever. Um, it's more sense. It's more of the sense that, oh, you know, he's evil, but he's not like. How do you explain it? Someone that you know is evil, but he's not like super super duper evil he's just is evil he is the bad guy i guess that's the that's the that's the way to say it. he's the bad guy like so and he's I, so he's the bad guy but he's not a bad guy yeah yeah exactly exactly okay. he is a bad guy but not he is not a bad guy he exemplifies that okay for sure because you you you, uh, you love him in fact i could almost honestly say i like him and his group more than i do than i do like the main characters mm-hmm 
which is again saying something because they have so much personality and and everybody there just because that's where um he's annoyed the girl before from um best girl category she's in his group oh okay she's a villain so i don't know it's just Every, I don't, like I don't uh, overhaul's good, you know. Philosophies, da 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 da. I mean, he, Crime he, Lord, whatever. Like you know, uh, Yakuza. Yeah, you know? he's Yakuza. You know, I want to make Organized. the world. Like I he, think he, like he wasn't like he was uh like he he carried what is it, the will of uh slain. Right, know? right, right, right. And that de- with that degree, and I appreciate that, but like, is it too standard for you? It's, I don't, yeah, it's too standard to me. Like, I have to really, li- like, as an antagonist, I really have to like you. You have to, like, hit a certain niche. I mean, we have some extremes. Not just be the, what? Yeah, because we have some extremes here. So it's this sort of, like, it, this like overall sort of blending in in the background in this case. Yeah. And then Ryoman Sukuna, again, is just evil. He's, he's, the, he's the classic, I'm evil for the sake of being evil. I hate mm-hmm. everything, and I just want to destroy it. And I'm like, eh. You know, Mike is great. He's got a good personality. He's pretty mm-hmm. cool, for sure. But he's not anything special. I I would say. Right. And I don't know anything about Akito Soma from Fruits Baskets. Personally, I think I might have to give it to Echidna because I think she, the fact that she was your friend up until the end when you really when you remember like oh she's great i love everything about her but everything right. you love about her is why she's evil like yeah well here's the thing though or not evil like, but the antagonist yeah because but here's the thing though we were never given the given the given you know up front that she was a friend she was more like here i'll help you out just know that i'm you know on my background but we all just kind of went along with it you know? exactly so it's almost like we were blinded, but or we ignored the fact that she was a witch just because you know she would have benefited us towards you know furthering furthering along the adventure and all that. Exactly. Until the which last minute. She, which is why she's pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, exactly. So like the the little intricacies and complexities of her as an antagonist is interesting. Because mm-hmm. up until the very end, you don't think of her as an antagonist. Yeah, exactly. Like you know. She straight up tells you she's a witch, or the witch of greed, and I'm like, uh, you don't seem that bad, you know? Yeah, you seem pretty cool. You just have a thirst for knowledge. That's great. Yeah, and you know, this tea's not too bad either, but still, right? I I drink her tea, but still. I mean, I guess. <laughs> My man, I'm I'm still on team armpits, but that's just I me. nope. I'm, nope, voting nope, for, nope. I'm voting for Team Armpits, Echidna. That's, I mean, same, but not <laughs> Team Armpits. <laughs> All right, next up, we got uh, Team Protag. All right. We've got Natsume from Decadence. We've got Katarina Kleiss from My Next Life as a Villainous. We've got Yuji Itadori from Jujutsu Kaisen. We've got Anos Voldigold from The Misfit of Demon Academy. We've got Midora Asakusa from Keep Your Hands of Azuken, and we've got again Shoyo Hinata from Haikyuu to the Top. I don't know. I don't know why I have so much more to say about antagonists than I do <laughs> protagonists. 
I mean, because it's... Well, here's the thing, though. It's kind of like, what's the reason to go against a protagonist? You have a lot more reasons for that. You you can you can come up with more reasons than you would to, to line up with the main protagonist's goal, you know? Well, I mean, yeah, but it's like, they're supposed to be the person that you're relating to, you know? Oh, true. You're supposed to be seeing the world through their eyes. You're supposed to be like... Well, it's, not always self, it's not always self-insert, though. I feel like a lot of the times it's more like sideline adventuring. You well, know? I mean, that that too. Through their eyes or experiencing the world with them. Like, mm-hmm. it's just seeing, watching them, you know, persevere and all that jazz. Like, I just, I don't know why it's so much. It's, 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 a, it, it's a little harder for me, anyway, just to come up to for a good reason why mm-hmm. I like some of these characters outside of, oh, you know, they're stand-up guys are really fucking, you know. Okay, well, here, here okay, here, here, here's, here's one thing. I, uh-huh. I actually have, I actually have my vote ready for this. Okay. And, I'll actually, I'm gonna have to go with, uh, Hinata from Haikyuu. Okay. Just, like, even though Hinata is your standard, like, I guess, shonen MC, um, in sports, he does it just as well, or even like I don't know, like for I don't know. He makes volleyball <laughs> for some reason. He 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 he's definitely got he's definitely got the char- you know, the kind of character that would you know, um, like hype you up. You was you know, and hype you know be able to hype up with alongside with him because just like you said, it's he not is not someone you would self insert yourself with, but more like a sideline sideline adventure with. This is he not as someone you want to fucking grind grind the levels with when it comes to whatever the goal is that he is trying to accomplish you know mm-hmm. so you're you're his uh um fucking what is it you're his hype man as, as much as he's a hype man for you to watch him well kind of confusing um essentially believe in me that believes in you scenario here i get you there's a I lot of you. that like hinata emits that kind of energy that's what i'm trying to say so i'm going with hinata from haikyuu to the top so, because it's because he's also enduring too. It's it's enduring to watch him, like you know the the constant you know fall and succeed thing. But like he's you know, I never get I never get tired of the kind of the kind of characters that you know always falls and gets back up gets back up after you know a fall that kind of thing. It's admirable and just enduring to watch characters like that. And even if something as simple as volleyball, you know, right. That's fair. That's fair. I get that. That is fair, but in terms of being enduring, I mean, I feel like I don't know. Everybody's kind of I don't know. I just I don't I don't know. I don't just I just don't have a strong feeling about them. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Anos because you know, again, he's got that cool you know Mick Jagger swagger. Right. Um, to the end. You know, let's let's make main characters chat again. <laughs> but not like not like what's I I do like kind of cocky-ish arrogant-ish characters but not to the degree of what was that Grisaya? I hated him. Oh, I absolutely wait. hated him. You don't you don't like uh what's his name? No, Utah, I, I hated him. I he he he's like he's a good example of a quote-unquote OP main character cuz he is OP. He's you know, he's got the skills to pay the bills. He can fuck you to death. He can kill you to death. All that stuff. He's got the right answer for everything. 
but I just him as a person I just did not like for some reason. I don't know why. He just grinded my gears, but you get a similar character like Anos who's just as, you know, skills to pay the bills, just as, you know, mm-hmm. confident in himself, but I don't hate him. I don't know why. I think oh, here's the thing, he has like a weird loyalty thing too. Like he you you know he would you know he would probably do his best for someone else. But so would Homeboy. So would uh so would uh dude from Grisaya. What, Yuto? Is it yeah. Yuto? I can't remember. Oh He was ride or die. Sort of. No, more like he was rather he would say he's ride or die, but he would he would rather he wouldn't want you to ride with him. You know? Like if anything he'd be like self he's more of a self sacrifice kind of guy. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Whereas Anos is definitely every, we're all gonna fuck him up. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you fuck him up. How about yeah, that? Like exactly. that, yeah, that's true. Anos is like that. Like let me heal your leg so you can so I so that you can kick his ass. Like I'm gonna help you help I'm gonna help you kick his ass in this case. Yeah, that's true. That is Anos. That is Anos. Um, Natsume from Decadence is I don't wanna say standard main character, but she's kind of in that vein where she you know, she uh, uh you know, excitable Kind of, kind of dumb, but like. I mean, wide-eyed child. You know? Wide-eyed child, kind of deal. You know, she goes through the whole thing where she kind of starts because of you know the twist. Um, she kind of starts to doubt doubt herself about what she you know what she believes in, and mm-hmm. whatnot. And that's you know it's cool to see her overcome that kind of stuff. But you always see it, you know. I just. Katarina Kleiss is an idiot. That's just I can't. <laughs> I vote for her in anything. I like her. I love her. She's she's. I don't like. I'm not a big fan of stupid characters. I'm just not. You know, it's just. I mean, she's not stupid, but she's dumb. You know. I think. Well, I think. It, what is it? What is it? She's more absent-minded about certain things. Yeah. Because she's because she's definitely on top of her. You know, she's definitely on top of her role and what and, you know trying to. Avoid the death flag as much as you can. So she's on For top sure. of, she's on top of everything. Because you know she's not, ironically enough, she's not the MC of her own game or of her own isekai. Right. So she's already on top of trying to avoid being targeted as the antagonist of that of that uh, world. Mm-hmm. So she just happens to be, she's just so engrossed in that she's not very uh, aware of her current situation as you know time goes on. Right. And so. then, like I said, Yuji Itadori is fairly standard he's he's cool i like him he actually actually guess i guess one reason why i do really like yuji because while he is a standard shonen main character he's he isn't one of the dumb ones again i'm not the big fan of the dumb ones Mm -hmm. um where he's pretty he's fairly chill you know he you get to relate with him like he's more competent than you would expect Exactly. He's he's competent. He's like a real person. He's like when he introduced himself, he's like, I like women like Jennifer Lawrence. I'm like, you're fucking right. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy right fucking here. Like I, I I do really like Yuji as a person. Like as as genuinely like as a character, he's really good. But as a protagonist, I don't I don't necessarily care for him as a protagonist. I just like his character. You know mm, what I mean? Right. Um, like he'd be it, fun it, if he was a side character, right? He could he could easily be a side character that I'd love just as much as I do as the main character, which which is why I can't vote him best protagonist. Um, now Midora Asuka from Kizuki Hands of Azuken. She, 
I have nothing negative to say about her. I love her to death. I love the anime to death. I love everything about everything that has to go deal with Azuken to death. But as a role of a main character, she's great. And she's great. That's all I have to say. That maybe that's a problem. All I have to say is one thing is that she's good. So I have to give that to Anos because I, I do enjoy his like you know his his bronas. Uh, his bronas. Come on, boys, let's fuck him up. Like I love that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so yeah, I have to go with him. Uh yeah. I don't I <laughs> I just really like Anos. He's so cool. Like, <laughs> like he's a cool dude that will just hang out with you eating, you know, will hang out with you randomly during the day because he wants to. Right. He's just like, hey, you what's know? up? What you got going on? It's like, uh-huh. yeah, let's go fucking the whole comment on every little thing, but not being rude about it. It's like, oh man, you got some new shoes. Sweet. Yeah. Like, where'd you get he's them just, at? <laughs> he's just so cool. I love him. Ugh, I don't know. I, he's, he's, I, I honestly didn't expect myself voting for Ano so much. Because, what is this <laughs> the second time? What is he got best, he got best boy and best yeah. protagonist? That, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, forgot that, that show was in 2020. 2020 seems so long. It really did. Didn't yeah. It? So, can we forget? Uh, Demon Misfits was way like was within the year, so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I thought it was like for some reason I thought it was like 2019. So it seemed a lot older than I thought than I remembered it to be. But so, two hours in, we're finally at Enemy of the Year, guys. I think last time we got here, we were at the, the three-hour mark. I think so. I will have to look back on on the old episode, but we're going we're going through this pretty quickly. You know, after yeah. three years of doing it, you know, we're getting the hang of things. Right, right, right. So, but this is the big one for the Crunchyroll Anime Awards, presented by Prisons Connect Redive, by the way. Um, <laughs> I don't think we should ever... I don't think we need to worry about that, but... What do you mean? Having to mention the... I guess who, the, whoever's sponsoring or presenting. No, they don't fucking care. It's like, <laughs> what? Hey, I'm, 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 I'm giving you more advertisement by saying your name. Sure, fuck it. Do whatever you want. Just don't, you know, talk shit. I mean, they would... They, what are they gonna do if we talk to you? Like, Princess Redive Connect sucks dick. <laughs> I see. I I've seen porn of them. Tee hee. They don't fucking care. <laughs> like, they don't give a shit. They're, they're they, as long as you say their name, they're happy. All right. So here are the category or here are the nominations for anime of the year. First up, we have Keep Your Hands Off Azoken by Studio Science Saru. Next is Jujutsu Kaisen by Studio Mappa. Then we have Great Pretender by Wit Studio. Doro Hidoro by Studio Mappa. Apare Radman by PA Works. And last but not least, Beastars by Studio Orange. It'll be easier to say who I'm not voting for than it is who I am voting for. Okay, we can start with that. I'm not voting for Apare Radman as much as I enjoyed the anime. Because mm-hmm. it's it it I feel like the the pacing of it got a little weird. Not pacing. What's the word? The uh, overall tone? theme of it. The tone. Yeah. Okay. I I wanted anime wacky races from it, and I got like half of that. Like, was it more a different genre mixed in, or was it just like not lack, or was it lacking? It was a little bit. It they didn't race as much as I wanted them to, oh, which I is see. weird for a you know for the anime? what it's supposed to be. Right. Um, I'm not, I'm also not voting for Jujutsu Kaisen. 
I do like it. I do need to uh, catch up with this. What is it? I think the first core. I need to finish the first core of it. Um, but just overall, it's a very well-designed anime. It's great fight scenes, great animation, great characters. But over some of the ones that are here, just I just don't think it compares. And I love Dodohi Dodoro more so than Jujutsu Kaisen. But still not higher than the other three. Mm-hmm. Now, I haven't watched The Great Pretender. I want to, because I think I'm... I, something tells me I'm going to like it a lot. Because, I don't know. But since I haven't watched it, and I want to have the actual vote for, you know, Anime of the Year to be on rec- on video or recording. Uh, record, yeah. Yes, be on record. I unfortunately can't vote for that one either. So it's B stars or Azuken for me, and I genuinely don't know. <laughs> uh, hmm. Let's think about this. Anime of the year for twenty twenty. Generally, a big that's a big title. It's yeah. Supposed to you know, I won't say represent, but at least um, be a good example of one of the best. In the last year, right? Something that has reached out in some way, whether it was entertainment or struck some sort of feeling or uh, some form of impression on you, the viewer, or as a viewer, about its story, style, um, message, how even animation or just concept in general, mm-hmm. like. As far as what anime of the year goes, it should struck you as something to be significant. And hmm. Hmm. I had a bit going where I was going to pick, but then I can't decide anymore. It was going so well until I started. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. You had me going. You had me going. I was like, okay, all right, Joma. He's 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 uh he's uh he's uh he's presenting right now. Yeah, I'm pulling. I'm pulling off a Grammy speech right here. But no, I'm, I'm I got it fucked. Uh, yeah, maybe, no. Maybe this, maybe this is, is something. This is, I don't know. Maybe it's not something we should overthink. As I mean, much, but I feel like you have to. True. We analyze every other goddamn thing. No, yeah, you're right. You're right. Okay, here. Okay, for for me at least, I mean, especially for something like anime of the year, like something that something. If I were to look back at the anime and then figuring out which one struck me, I guess in in that way. Um, because I feel like it should be both a technical affair as well as an emotional one, or you're not right. even emotional, but like just a personal one as well. You know, because mm-hmm. they both go hand in hand. A lot of these kind of do in general, so because because let's let's if you roll everything back, we're talking about pieces of entertainment here, you know, that strike you in a lot of different aspects, whether it's technical, um, yeah, whether it's technical way or the way uh, that its narrative is written out, or even how it's presented visually, you know. Mm-hmm. And maybe I'm just going about it in a simpler way when it comes to my vo- my choice of it but 
As far as how much a show has impacted me amongst these... Mm-hmm. B-Stars would probably be one where I would definitely look back on constantly. That would be it. Because yeah. here's the thing. Because for me, it's something... It's not about having... Okay, it's like having anime... Uh, be anime of the year. having anime be anime of the year for me. It's not something that like, oh yeah, that was an awesome show like back then. No, this is me talking about in 2020, 2021, After you know a year a year later, looking back and reminiscing about a show that I enjoyed. It's not just a one and done go kind of deal, but more like you know what this show was great, and I'm you know I I'll catch myself kind of reminiscing about the show and just how you know how I felt about it overall, you know, and. For me, I'm even more stoked that even like Beastars is getting a second season. I mean, currently right now it's in season two, but having that kind of impact for me to be so pumped for the for the second season just because how much I enjoyed the first season should say something in regards to its quality, um, in terms of the categories here presented to us. So, like, is is something I would definitely recommend to other people? Like after you know, after watching and everything else, mm-hmm. um, and just you know, go off and how, you know, how much fun and how much fun it is visual, visually and all that stuff. But I myself wouldn't go back to it as much as often as, as I would, uh, compared to the B stars. And I can say the same thing about um, at the very least, uh, like Jujutsu Kaisen or even uh, Doro, not no, Doro Hidro, uh, a part. Oh no, not uh, part of it, but still. I guess it goes back to just me remembering, you know, like if I were to like go back the year, which one struck me the most looking back? Beastars is definitely one that struck struck back the hardest when when looking back at 2020 out of these nominations. If that makes sense. You're right. I that agree. Was, yeah, that was my long-winded Grammy speech for Anime of the Year. So, Again, like maybe I'm praising this way too much, but again, I am a fan of dramas and the way and and I and I've watched lots of dramas, so I can compare, I can compare and contrast how dramas are either you know written or presented in such a ways. And the, the despite how Beastars is presented in a world of like literally of literal animals, it doesn't get more relatable than this, to a degree, or at the very least, and engaging as a human story. Mm-hmm. Then it, you know, granted it is a animal story, but still. I mean, but it's still like, like we said before, it's still. They're still so. They're, their characters are still so much more believable than most presented in other, um, in other, uh, shows. Yeah. Like, like again, I could, I could definitely be entertained by a show, but it's something else when I want to invest myself in the characters, right? Like, further. You know, like, yeah, this guy might have been, cool, like, awesome, or this guy was epic in, in this scene. But, like, whenever I see Legoshi, I'm like, welcome back, friend. Like, I, 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 I miss, I miss seeing Legoshi. Like, when I, when I, when I started seeing him again in season two, it was like a reunion of some, of some kind. And, I don't know, it's something, it's something when you miss characters from a show uh, that tells a lot about the show that you watched, you know? It's like, true. For like, for like, for example, like I mean, 
totally unrelated, but like Clannad gives me the same exact feelings. Like I have a, I, John, I've got like a wallpaper at work where mm-hmm. it's like a bunch of like pictures of like different Clannad moments from the series, and it gave me like a nostalgia feeling. It's almost like yeah, I remember like back in the back in high school, back when I was in high school, I I, I used to hang with these guys, you know. Mm-hmm. Beastars gave me the same kind of nostalgic feeling of wanting to go back and re-experience it again, or at the very least, wanting to know more about what these characters are doing next. Or like, you know what? I haven't seen you in a whole year. What are you up to now? Let's let's uh, let's keep this um, let's keep the conversation going here. Or how's it gonna end? You know. So, at least that's my just my that's my justification for choosing Beastars as anime of the year. Man, unfortunately, I'm fucking not as uh, eloquent as that. Oh no, uh, I, I don't know why I call it eloquent. It's like jumbling. I mean, I guess here. decisive. Oh, okay, as the word, because like I don't. Again, the reason why I'm narrowed down to both B stars and Azuken is for, for, in terms of B stars at least, is because of pretty, exactly everything you said. It's got that weird nostalgic feeling that just makes you feel at home watching it, even though they're furries. They just got the humanization of the characters is just so beautiful, to be honest. Like, there's plenty of there's plenty of anime where a character gets bullied, or you know, you get to see your stereotypical bullies, and it's I don't know. It's like Haru's, I guess reaction to being bullied is probably the most like believable mm-hmm. i mean of course people you know a lot of people get downtrodden because of, because they're bullied for sure but she's like one of the first people whose like retaliation against it is realistic not mm-hmm. just like oh i'm gonna beat beat the shit out of everybody she's like even though she's getting bullied she's still confident in herself to a degree you know she's still like She's still herself, and doesn't apologize for doing for being so. So I do appreciate that, but then, you know, even though she, you know, even though at first, but, <laughs> um, but going over to Azokan is just like, I don't think I've seen an anime that was everything I ever want. I, I everything I needed it to be just all wrapped up into one little cute package where it was just like because i might not be an i'm not a i'm not an animator you know but i do appreciate greatly appreciate the creative process and seeing them work from you know nothing to you know getting the awards that they got in their school or you know see them struggle to keep their club alive is just like ah it's just fat it's like every way they depicted it, it was just so good. Like every time they had, anytime the main character had their little speech, anytime fucking Kanamori, you know, was with that fucking shit eating grin. Like I just, I, I just, I don't know. I just loved every fucking moment about it. And, but I think you're right, Jomel, in that anime of the year would have to be not just something that I personally like, but something that like hit me the hardest, something that I guess you know, is the most memorable, and while I definitely will always remember Azuken, I think Beastars probably does take the cake for the most memorable. 
because it was definitely unique in how it portrayed its drama and its characters. So I have to go with the furries, unfortunately. <laughs> <sighs> Damn you, furries! You. <laughs> then again, I can I can say I, can, I might have to wait because of Great Pretender. D -d 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 -d. But now I'm gonna go with Vsauce. <laughs> All right. Well, there you have it, guys. This has been our picks for the uh, Crunchyroll Anime Awards 2021, or well. 2020. 2020, yeah. 2020 Crunchyroll Anime Awards presented by Princess Connect Redive. So uh, let us let us uh, know what you guys picked for your uh, nominations, or even like what, or even this. What do you think was Anime of the Year out of out of the categories, out of the, out of the nominations of this category? What do you what do you think Anime of the Year should be for 2020? Let us know on Facebook or Twitter for um, that response. So also, who do you? Do you think because they're the sponsors that they put themselves in only one category that they really have no business being in? <laughs> I mean, I think that I mean th that might have been just a coincidence or something. I, I doubt it. Because, like, I mean, see, it'd be one thing if they were in every category, you know? You're right. So, it, like, this is like we're not like it's not it's not like the uh, what is it? Um, it's not the urinized debacle all over again from the first year. So, I mean, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. But it's if it'd be I don't know what's the word. What's the, what's the way to say it? It's still strange that they're there at all because it's not like Princess Connect Redive was significant in any way. Right. Like, and like it might have been made by the studio that did Konosuba, but like you said, it wasn't as fucky visually or otherwise as konosuba was it was just fairly standard it wasn't like it just wasn't above and beyond in any category in any way so why is it at in best animation <laughs> if they did I... best girl that's fine you know they had some good waifus for sure yeah but they have no business being in best animation <laughs> <laughs> i'm just saying that's the greater mystery well i mean if if any if anything Maybe and besides like best girl, like I think animation would have been the only category that could really kind of justify it, just because I just because of the studio. I mean like, that's fair. Either over this, either that or direction, or either that or director. Because again, this is based off of Princess Connect is based off of a mobile mobile game. So it's like it's like we guys like we always tell you guys, you know, making game making anime out of games can be a, a big hit or a big miss. So, the way Princess Connect Redive the anime was was done was done like pretty well in comparison to other mobile game turn anime series. That's fair. I, so, I can agree with I can agree with you there. It's probably it is definitely the best mobile game anime. Yeah, like if anything, it could have been in best director best director just because again what like you kind of you, you don't have a lot to go off of besides like the game description and character. De character descriptions you know so to have that come off as a 12 episode series with 23 minutes of runtime, that would that would i would consider that to be an impressive feat you know at the very least but so it is kind of fun though seeing that this is also its sponsor yeah <laughs> 
I mean, granted, it's also by Crunchyroll Games, so it's kind of like, uh, we made this too. We might as well slot yeah, this in. slipping on in there. <laughs> vote for it if you want. You're not pressured to, but you should vote for it. Exactly. <laughs> they are sponsoring this year's event, right. so you might as well. <laughs> um, but yeah, again, guys, uh, you have until January 22nd to uh, cast your final votes for uh, this year's awards. Um, and I believe they'll. I believe they're going to present everything in February. Yeah. So the winners will be announced on February nineteenth, five p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So um, that's just over. That's, that's just past our uh, anniversary. So we'll cover that uh, long ass show with you guys as usual every year. Well, I mean the, the 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 review for everything that did come out usually isn't as long as oh yeah you know, this one. That's true. I don't know. Maybe it's because, like, again, that was like one of our first shows, so right. that one had like a that that one has a bit more impact, just because. I mean, the anime awards are sort of our our uh, cream of the crop when it comes to our our content, because mm-hmm. I know you guys love it when we talk about anime in general, um, or at least I don't know. Maybe you guys have something against our have something for our opinions or against our opinions. Right, right, right. With anime. But I don't know. We're 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 a couple of wannabe boos. We we're, we we don't come off as elite to some degree, um, comparatively to other people. But uh, I'm not really sure where I was going with this. Uh, anyways, thank you for to listening. <laughs> yes. <laughs> thank you for listening. Thank you for downloading us. Uh, thank you again to Anchor.fm for sponsoring us so that we can get, provide you guys with quality content every week. As always, my name is Jamal Scoro. My name's Jerron Gaddis. And we, on the Wannabe Boo Podcast, we bring the latest and greatest game, anime news, reviews, and waifus for life. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll talk to you next time. Matane!